and I bought her to go. Them birthday cakes, they stole the show. So sexual, she was flexible, professional, drinking Exynol. Hold up, wait a minute, do I see what I think I will? Did a thing, I seen sure they get low. Ain't the same when it's up that close. Make it rain, I'm making it snow. Work the pole, I got the bank roll. I'ma say that I prefer them no clothes. I'm into that, I love women exposed. She threw it back at me, I gave her more. Cash ain't a problem, I know where it goes. She had them.
I better yet, a Terminator Like Arnold Schwarzenegger Trying to play me out like as if my name was Sega But I ain't going out like no punk bitch Get used to one style, yo, when I might switch it up, up and around Then buck, buck, get down, put out your head And then you wake up in the dawn of the dead I'm coming to get ya, I'm coming to get ya Spitting out lyrics, homie, I want ya I came to get down, I came to get down So get out your seat and jump around Jump around It could be my overweightness. It could be my sense of humor, but I, I, I'm not sure. I, but I've been told that I'm a pretty funny guy. Good morning, ass family, and welcome. To another fun-filled edition of, that's right, you guessed it, The Arnie State Show. And we have a lot to talk about today. My goodness gracious, yesterday, the only saving grace for any Cowboy fan yesterday. And I saw plenty of asshole Cowboy fans on Twitter. How dare people talk about our team? We're still good. We're, we're, we don't need any changes. Well, we, you got a fucking mouse in your damn pocket? Because you don't play for the damn Cowboys. When I say we, I'm talking about fellow Cowboy fans that aren't stupid. There needs to be some changes. Big changes. And they didn't happen yesterday. Mike McCarthy still has a job. Bill Belichick interviewed with the Falcons already? Come on. Now, I, I did hear Mike Kimlin's name mentioned for the Cowboys. I don't know if the Steelers are going to let him go, though. I'll take either one of those. I don't want Harbaugh. I don't want Harbaugh. Harbaugh won't fit here. I don't know. But the only saving grace yesterday was watching the Philadelphia Eagles completely implode. A team that started 10-1. and one could not get to 12 wins this season. <laughs> they got blowed out by Tampa Bay 32 to 9. Woo! And before anybody says it, y'all don't give a shit about Jason Kelsey. Okay? The only reason why you know who Jason Kelsey is is because of Taylor Swift. So anybody who wants to talk about bad about Taylor Swift, 
Uh, the reason why everybody's crying this morning for Jason Kelsey is he's retiring, calling it a career. I don't know if they somebody called him the greatest center of all time. I think Mike Webster might have something to say about that. I'm just saying. But the only reason anybody knows an offensive lineman from the Eagles outside of that desolate city of Philadelphia is because of his brother Travis, who, by the way, is dating Taylor Swift. So to all you Eagle fans out there, you're welcome from Taylor Swift. I, I, I can speak for her. Where everybody, oh, Taylor Swift's ruining the league. I'm sure everybody enjoyed seeing Eminem on the sideline for Detroit. As we've seen Snoop Dogg on the sideline for L.A. for years. I know, look, I know your hatred of Taylor. I know, I get it. I understand her music's not for you. But she has not ruined the game, people. For the love of God. Chuck, first one here. I'm Chuck. He's something, isn't he? He really is. Says, happy Tuesday, ass family. Good uh, good morning, ass family. The uh, one and only St. Dr. States was going to say happy Monday, but forgot it's already Tuesday. Have a great day and catch Arnie on Twitch. Yes, I'm on Twitch, and I was giving quite the concerto this morning of all the hip-hop music. Hockey player! My man! How are you, my friend? Happy Tuesday to you as well. By the way, Hockey Player is the man responsible for the brand new ArnieRadio.com. You're like, wait a second. Wait, there's a new... Wait, I, I noticed something. What do I... Well, if you're a member and you haven't canceled your old... A lot of you have. A lot of y'all jump back on and I appreciate it. From the bottom, I appreciate it. All you got to do is go on, go to your PayPal account, cancel your old one, and then join the new one. That's it, It's that simple. It's that simple, people. So, hockey player, good morning to you, and thank you, my friend. Ralphie! Like a pink nightmare. Says, good morning, ass dear, family. Dear. Have a terrific Tuesday. You have a terrific Tuesday as well. DNA! Have you seen my wiener? Says, morning, Arnie and ass family. Well, good morning to you, my friend. I hope you're doing good. House of Pain! Good morning, ass family. Cry, Eagles, cry. How is Mike McCarthy still not fired? I don't know. What the fuck are they waiting for? Falcons already interviewed Belichick. If Dallas fucks us up, I'll be beyond disappointed. Uh, you know what? Here's the thing. I'm not, look, that's the pie in the sky right there. Bill Belichick to the Cowboys would be a dream come true. It ain't going to happen. Not as long as 81-year-old Jerry Jones is at the helm. It's not good. Look, I want it to happen. I pray. I talked to my father last night. I said, hey, Dad, uh, you need to push Bill Belichick Dallas. Dad responded back with a couple of thunderbolts going, wake up, boy. Jerry Jones ain't leaving. I said, okay, Dad. But I did put the word into him. So hopefully that will happen. Chazman. Hey, it's Enrico Palazzo. Says happy Taco Tuesday, ass family. My favorite is pink tacos. What's yours? Have the best possible, everyone. You too, my friend. I hope you are doing good. Uh, Sicilian medic. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost, you will now drive a Camaro, hate every minute of your yearly vacation mm-hmm. to Italy, and get very upset when your sister starts to date. <laughs> Morning, everybody. V Coop. I like to butt fuck fine ladies. Will I choke hold a bitch? Well, maybe. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, good morning to you, V. Coop. Happy snow day. So much for that global warming. Indeed. Boat girl. Look, I, I don't want to speak ill of your mother on Christmas, but she's nothing but a common street hole. There you I'll... go. There's your walk-up music. I hope you like it. Kayla's Chuck says, Arnie has mad chair dancing skills. Oh, I do. I, I, I am probably one of the greatest chair dancers of all fucking time. Scott. Hello, my baby. Hello, my honey. Hello, my ragtime cow. Good morning to you, my friend. Freedom girl. Oh, look at this. Good morning, Arnie and Ass family. Love the new website. Shout out to 4T5 printing for my new shirts. Best shirts ever. Let's get this party started. Hell yeah. If you want great t-shirts, go to 4t5printing.com and you can get those t-shirts. If you don't buy a t-shirt from 4t5printing.com, I promise you this will happen. Nice shirt, queer. Oh! You see? You see what happens when you don't wear t-shirts from 4t5printing.com? Nice shirt, queer. Oh! Bad things. I- I- I'm just saying bad things happen, my friends. You don't want that to happen to you. King Steve! Good morning, ass. Trump made a statement last night. Oh, we will talk about it. Oh, the statement was not made by... Oh, wait till you hear the statement that I have to play for y'all this morning. Oh, it, it is indeed delicious. Battleborn! If you don't chew Big Red, then f*** you. It says, good morning, Dr. St. States and ass family. Finally catching up on my snow roots. Uh, sure could use some warmer temps. It's going to hit 11 this afternoon. Currently, minus 9 feels like minus 28. Currently in Rockwall, Texas, it's 11 degrees. That's right. You did not mishear me. In the state of Texas, it's 11 degrees. Hey, 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 Mother Nature. All I got to say to you is... Oh, shit! I didn't ask for this. I don't like this weather. It's cold outside, motherfuckers. Good Lord. Uh, the good Darren. Please be a fart. Please be a fart. Please be a fart. I should be fine if I don't push too hard. Says, good morning, ass family. Happy Tuesday. Devastator. Shocking. Shocking. Says, good morning, ass family. Cry, eagles, cry. Indeed, cry, eagles, cry. Kale. I don't have an anger problem. I have an idiot problem. Says, uh, 10 degrees in Detroit. I wish I had boots that had the fur. Well, you know, you got to get those apple-bottom jeans, too. Gibby! Holy Jesus! A jelly donut! Good morning, y'all. Have a fantastic Tuesday. Warbird! You're talking to the Rolex! Woo! Wearing diamond ring! Wearing kiss-stealing! Woo! Wheeling-dealing! Limousine-riding! Jet-flying! Son of a gun! And I'm having a hard time holding these alligators down! Good morning. Did you see Ric Flair at the beginning of the football game last night? He did my sound bite. I, I saw Ric Flair there. He was he was rooting for Tampa Bay. He's rooting for Michigan too in the national championship, and I'm still not holding that against him. Uh, arise! I'm wear my shirt. Oklahoma. Niggas for Trump 2024, and I mean that. Ross says, good morning. It's a snow day. All the Oklahoma schools didn't want to be out in the cold temps, LOL. Hell, I wouldn't want to be out there either. Panda. Oh, I love trash. 
Good morning, my friend. I hope that you are doing well today, Christine. Good morning, uh, says uh, Arnie and Ass family. It's freaking Taco Tuesday. That's right, Victor. Go out and eat some tacos today, my friend. Uh, Douglas, screw your freedom. This morning, Ass family. Freedom Girl says thanks for the Twitch link, Keyless Chuck. It's cool seeing Arnie in his element. Yeah, it's kind of scary as well. Oh my lucky. The one, uh, the only, bratty kid is in the house. Like I picked the wrong week to quit amphetamines. Well, you know, you you probably did, but I'm not going to say anything. Hope you have a good day today. Swoosh! Back from Bodega Bay and golfing trip. It was a fun time, but back to the morning routine with the ass family. I played that course. That's a nice course from what I remember. I don't remember much of it, but uh, good golf course, at least on the water. Derek! Becca! 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 Says, good morning, ass family. It's time for Wimpy to pay up on this chilly Tuesday. Indeed. Oh, I had chili mac yesterday. Oh, that was good stuff. I'm going to pay for it, though. I, I already started paying for it last night and this morning. Whew. It's a race between Bubba and I to see who has the worst gas in the house. Bubba is currently winning. Christopher! Christopher, I love you very much. Is my piece, Chrissy? Wish Christopher. Pleasure, Christopher, to finally meet you in person. Yo, Christopher, what's up? Christopher says, good morning, shorties. What up, bitches? Are you ready to kick it with the most fly, freshest morning DJ to ever spin it? Wow, thank you. Thank you for your urban lingo this morning, Christopher. Now, we have something special happening on Thursday. Not only is it Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy Day, and we're going to talk about sports and all the coaching stuff and everything, um, Joe Murphy was watching the Emmys last night, and Joe Murphy will present, be presenting his best and worst dress list of the Emmys. Oh, I can't wait. I'm so freaking excited about this. I can't wait for it. Joe Murphy in fashion, that's like peanut butter and grapefruit. Blueberry, Blueberry son, good morning to you. I hope you are doing good today. Sanchez family. Says ahoy, Trump 24. Jazzman says, and here I thought it was chilly at 46. I love watching winter from California. I rub that shit in. 46, I'd take that in a second. Trucker James. I was so full of testosterone, I actually killed a coyote. Says good morning, ass family. Steve, uh, Eagles fucking suck. Got boat raced by Baker fucking Mayfield. Yeah, that was the best part was watching that. Eric. Woke up quick. At about noon, just thought that I had to be in Compton soon. Says, good morning, fam. I finally warmed up. Thank God. Warbird says the 49ers ripped their soul out when they beat them. We ruined the Eagles. I got, I got to say, that that's that's probably correct. That's probably correct. I mean, the Cowboys did too, but the Eagles did it first. So, uh, I roof YOLO. Free at last. Free at last. <laughs> Thank God Almighty. We are free at last. Jeff Saturday, uh, in my opinion. Oh, that's the new Cowboys coach? I don't think so. We got we to get somebody. We got to land somebody huge. Nitro. Welcome to Nitro. Says, good morning, ass. Brady Kid says, wait, what? Taylor's dating a football player? I know. It's weird, isn't it? Nobody knows. Jim Otto is the greatest center of all time. There's no competition. Okay. that Good. That's a great one. Sunny St- Sunshine State. I had Sunny State. No, that's not the one I wanted. God damn it. This is the one the I Sunshine wanted. Sunshine State. Gorgeous. 
gorgeous. Yeah, absolutely. Good morning to you. Uh, you're out is all up in the house. Good morning, you're He's out. Fantastic. Yeah. yeah, just a great guy and really uh, very, very knowledgeable. He has a tremendous memory. Mm -hmm. I and try. really enjoy being with I him. I do yeah. try. Good morning to you, Jenny. 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 Jenny, 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 Jenny. Morning Jenny. to you, Jenny. I hope you're doing good this morning. Rev! Whosoever therefore oh, boy. Good. Me. All right. Amen. Thank you. Good morning, ass family and Arnie. Finally starting to feel better. Got more hearing back. Good. Good. And you can hear the Detroit Lions beat. Look, look. Y'all got. Wait, wait. Let's see. Who do the Niners play? Y'all, yeah, Detroit has what? Green Bay? No, no, no. Detroit will have. Detroit plays Tampa. Detroit's going to kill Tampa. The Niners are going to kill Green Bay. I mean, we, we're looking at a, a Detroit-San Francisco NFC championship game. Yeah, not interested. Stinkfist. Good morning, ass. Okay, the road to the Super Bowl is laid out, and if the Niners don't make it, someone's going to have to pay the price. Bye, Eagles, bye. <laughs> I like that. Bye, Eagles, bye. Uh, hey, yo. Hey, yo, Gold. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. Says morning, ass, and Arnie, especially for Tyler. Good morning to you, my friend. They turned me loose in the nervous hospital. Said I was well. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Good morning, Arnie Nass. Family V. Coop, the Eagles took Brock Purdy's elbow last year. This year they came back and took their soul. Dan says, when does global warming kick in? Yeah, I'm waiting for that to happen, too. It's climate change. Fuck your mama. Exactly, hot mama. Fuck your mama. Fuck your mama. Uh, if you guys like a certain feature of the website, give us feedback. We can look into it. Absolutely. Christine says, Fred probably won't be uh, on. He's he's on a plane right now. Well, I don't want him. I don't want him like listening on a plane. That'd be crazy if he was listening on a plane. Because God forbid you listen on a plane. Um, hook up. We lost a commitment. Big defensive lineman is leaving. It's okay. We signed Eddie Ogeron as our offensive or our defensive line coach. We'll get him back. Oh, I can't wait for college football. It's going to be so amazing. If we subscribe, can we listen to past shows? Yes. Yes, you can. You can download all the past shows you want. There are thousands. Literally, there are thousands available. I'm not making that up. That's a real, real number. Triple T. I don't know how to put this, but kind of a big deal. He, he really is. People know me. I, I, I uh, Triple T helped us uh, yesterday with some issues. Triple T, you, my friend, are the man. Cowboys girl. We're not going to bow down and kiss the ring of the alphabet cult. Damn right we aren't because they suck. Uh, good morning, ass family. Bye, Eagles. Bye, Jesse Jamie. Uh, this morning, all. Two at the real feel uh, of here of minus 22 this morning. Had to be inside and designing today. Stay safe and warm, all. Yeah, glad to be inside. I don't blame you. You and Rhino stay inside and make those t-shirts. What kind of t-shirts on? It is 12 It's t-shirt time. T-shirt time. It's t-shirt time. Everybody knows it's t-shirt time. So nice. T-shirt time. It's t-shirt time. Oh, my God. Shut up. 
I'm just trying to let everybody know so they put their T-shirts on. Yeah, your T-shirts on from 4T5Printing.com. If they're not from 4T5Printing.com... Nice shirt, queer. Oh! Yep, there you go. <laughs> Whitewash, good morning to you. So glad the Eagles and their fan base get to watch the rest of the playoffs from the couch. They are the worst. Kale says, go Lions. Uh, I agree with you. I, I'm kind of rooting for the Lions, but I know they're not going to get by the Niners. Kale. Why is Fred in the plane? Well, because Fred, well, uh, probably he's learning how to, to fly, but uh, I think he's got a new job. I think he's just whooping ass and, and got a new job. That's why. Donald. Day's never finished. Says good morning, ass family. Stinkfist, uh, Cowboys Girl says Stinkfist. I said the same thing, but I didn't know you said it by Eagles. Bye. Do you have to have a Gmail account to sign up? No, Braddy. Uh, you can use any email you have. Uh, Jenny says, Jason Kelsey, that uh, tush has seen its final push. Yeah, they, they lose a lot of their offense with that. Holy crap. Man, all right. Well, I have to get back to that email. Uh, okay, all right. Let's see. Uh, you can use any email you want. All right. <sighs> Let's get into this. Last night, the Iowa caucuses happened, and Donald Trump just fucking whooped ass. He got 51% of the, the vote of the Republican side, and the others was shared by, like, four people. Uh, I was saying Saturday that the best center, but I'm young. So I'm uh, probably in my lifetime. It's unrelated news. I had the Rick James walk up, not that womanizing MO. Okay. Oh, I'm my bad. I played the wrong one then. I played this one. I should have played this one. I'm one of the baddest motherfuckers of all time. I, I'm, I'm the still best going through one of the best looking motherfuckers you've ever seen. Hold my drink, bitch. There you go. Uh, may Fred's flight not be cursed by people eating fish. Yep, new job. He's heading to Arkansas. For training for two weeks. You're going to leave him alone in Arkansas for two weeks? Well, he's going to fit in well there. I'm just telling you that right now. He's going to get talking cars, and he might he might end up staying there, Christine. I'm just letting you know. With Kelsey retiring the NFL about to ban the tush push. Jalen Hurts will turn into Marcus Russell. Uh, are we going to add Adele's hello to the main page? God damn it. No. No, we aren't, dickhead. Thank you for getting that in. Appreciate it. Yes, hello. Hello. Yes, this is my website. It's me. Yeah, we, we know it's you. We don't want you anywhere near it. I was wondering no, no, if no, after no. all these years no. to me. Even Oklahomans talk shit about Arkansas. I know, right? I mean, all right. look. Yeah, this is why Ar- this is Arkansas's music. Yeah. Lots of catfish restaurants, though. I will tell you this right now. Per capita, Arkansas has more catfish restaurants than anybody else in the world. So, salute to Arkansas for that. Last night, good Lord, Donald Trump put such a beating on people that people are scared. Mage! I don't like you American. And all you American look alike! Says, good morning, ask AIG. Japanese phrase of the day is, washi ga naku. Translation, cry equals cry. Fantastic. So, uh, good old Rachel Maddow, you know, that fucking liberal dykey cunt. Oh, come on. We all think that when we think about her. 
Don't don't pretend that you don't think. Big dyke, huge dyke, a real rug muncher, look like a big lesbian mule. Yeah, I, I mean she does. So she decided to lose her shit last night on a broadcast, and here you go. Here's a minute of glory from that, and I don't mean to be again too dark as you said on this, but it is not. If we are worried about the rise of authoritarianism in this country, we are worried about potential rise of fascism in this country. We're worried about our democracy falling to an authoritarian and potentially fascist form of government. Authoritarian authoritarian and fascist. Remember that. Remember that, that she's telling you this. The leader who is trying to do that is part of that equation. Mm-hmm. But people wanting that Correct. is a yeah. much mm-hmm. bigger part mm-hmm. of that That's equation. Right. Mm-hmm. And the American electorate is made up of two major parties. One of those parties has been flirting with extremism. on Extremism. Remember that. Extremism. The ultra-right for a very long time. They've brought them in in a way that they haven't been central to Republican electoral politics ever before. And I know because I've been studying this. No, you haven't. But once you have radicalized one major party so that those are the preferences of the people who adhere to your party, the leader's interchangeable. And- radicalized. Isn't that an interesting, that's a, a, an interesting term that she's radicalized it, that the Republicans have radicalized it. And yes, Trumpism is sometimes what we call it. Mm-hmm. MAGA movement is probably a better way to do it. But there is an authoritarian mm-hmm. movement inside yes. Republican politics mm-hmm. that isn't being bamboozled by Trump. Mm-hmm. They are pushing Trump yeah. to get more and more right. extreme. Okay. I, I've heard enough. More and more extreme. This, this, this thing that she's talking about, um, by the way, I believe uh, you can hear the exact same authoritativism or whatever she's saying, this fascism, talking down to people, having the government tell you what to do. Remember, the virus stops with every vaccinated person. A vaccinated person gets exposed to the virus. By the way, she has no medical training, no matter how much studying she's done. The virus does not infect them, the virus cannot then use that person to go anywhere else. It cannot use a vaccinated person as a host to go get more people. Remember that? Remember? Remember how people were losing their jobs because they didn't get a shot? Do do you remember that? Now, I I don't know if that's fascism or not. I I don't know. I, I think that's the government trying to control you. I do know that an ass family member was willing to lose his career as a public servant because he did not want to partake in the shot. A shot that Rachel Maddow just completely lied to you about, just like the Democrats who were in charge when the shot really rolled out for everybody. They lied about it. They said the virus stops with every vaccinated person. A vaccinated person gets exposed to the virus. The virus does not infect them. The virus cannot then use that person to go anywhere else. Lie, lie, lie. cannot use a vaccinated person as a host to go get more people. But it actually can, you stupid fucking cunt. And it did. And the Democratic state leaders all around the country shut America down. And I don't know if that's fascist or not, but that sounds like government control. Alicia! I took a dump at work. 
remember that Alicia says went two months without work before they finally granted me and honored my religious exemption because you didn't want to take the shot either but Donald Trump and these MAGA Republicans are fascists now I don't I'm not sure what all those terms mean I'll be honest with you I'm not, I, 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 fascism isn't that isn't that a part of socialism? Isn't that what what Germany did? I don't. Once again, once again, I believe it's the Democrats who are coming for guns. I believe it's the Democrats who want to censor free speech. Do we not remember? Do we not remember on Twitter before it was bought and turned into X? You were not allowed to tweet about Hunter Biden's laptop. They would kick they would kick you off the platform. Now that's not hate speech. That's not a derogatory language. It's not misogynistic. It's you're you're mentioning a, a a news story, and they're censoring you. Do you remember when you would put something up on Facebook? about how bad the COVID shot was. They would put you in Facebook jail. That is censoring. Now, I, I, I allow all the platforms to have their own rules and things, but you have to abide by your own rules, and you can't just change them as the days go by. If Joe Murphy were to go on a Kramer-esque rant using the hard R on Facebook... I understand Facebook taking him down. But mentioning a laptop? Not so much. Christopher, what's going on? Arnie, buddy, you you got me freaking fired up this morning when you played that Rachel Maddow clip. <laughs> I am fucking sick and tired of all of these so-called political experts on both sides of the aisle, honestly, oh, yeah. but more, way more on the left. They call. They've been calling. They. They don't. None of these people know what the hell fascism even means. Mm-hmm. I know. That's why I'm so confused by it, Christopher. I mean, okay. It, oh, what are we gonna say? Go ahead. Uh, I, what is what, what? What is a fascist? Okay. Fascism is a spinoff of socialism. Okay. Socialism is the base. Uh, is the base idea that you have, and it's an economic system, and where you have state control of the means of production or state control of the economy. Okay, so let, let, let me ask you this. So when the state comes out and they say, we want to outlaw all gas-powered cars and have nothing but electric vehicles, that's kind of fascist, isn't it? It's, it's socialism. Okay, so yeah, you, so it's fascist. It's, you, you can't jump straight to the fascism. Okay. Oh, okay. So there, there's, 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 there's there's some meandering going on there. There's another component. So the socialism is the state control of the economy. Um, also, it's the idea, and it's the idea that people 
serve the state, not that the state serves the people. Mm -hmm. Now think about it. The power, the power goes to the state as opposed to the power going to the people. Right? Mm-hmm. Okay, now we start with we start with a with a foundation of socialism. But how do we get to the socialism? How do we get to the socialist utopia? And that's what divides the three main derivatives of socialism. Communism, you by with communism, with Marxism, actually, better better way to say it. Marxism uses class-based uh, uses a class-based argument to divide people, and, and that's really what it is. Is how do you divide people to get them on on board for the cause? Ooh, ooh, ooh. I know how you divide them. Marx, I, I, I know how you divide them. You, you you use race and you use economic things like you know low class versus high class earners. Yes, and that's what that's what Marxists do. Communists like uh, like China, Russia, Cuba. Anybody that, that identifies themselves as a communist is also a Marxist, and they use class. So they say that the poor people need to eat all the rich people in order for everything to be uh, a utopia. But see, but see, th this is the thing, Christopher. If the poor people eat all the rich people, then the poor people become rich. And the poor people that uh, didn't eat the rich, they're staying poor. So we're still going to have rich class people. Yeah, it, it, everything is equal. It's just, as the Soviet Union put it, it's just that some people are more equal than others. Oh, okay. So, so, so white people. White people are more equal than others. That's what we're saying here. So, uh, okay. So then, so that's one way. You have the Marxist way of dividing people by class. Now you have you have a different split. You have what's called the uh, the fascist third way. Uh, and the fascist third way is when you divide people by nationality. Aha! Uh -huh. Yeah, so, we want to get. Yeah, yeah. Let's uh, let's open those borders up. So that's so where like people like Rachel Maddow get confused is they think of fascism as being just nationalism. No, you, you know where Rachel Maddow gets confused? She's a stupid yeah. fucking cunt. That's it. She right. doesn't well, like she Donald do Trump. Look, look, she doesn't. She's... She doesn't like Donald Trump. The end. That's all right. this is about, Christopher. They're using all right. these terms to scare people. They use terms they don't know. They don't care about. I know that fascism also suppresses opposition, which is what communism is. Also, look what Vladimir Putin's done to his um, political adversaries, actually killing them. And that's what they're trying to do right now to Donald Trump with all these lawsuits and all this. They are the definition of fascist. It's like when somebody says, are you cheating on me to your girlfriend or boyfriend? They're the obvious ones that are cheating. I mean, they're outing themselves left and right. And I don't mean left and right politically. I mean front, back, front, back, left foot, right foot. They're doing it to themselves, and they're acting like we're not paying attention. I, I like that you pointed out the, the silencing of the opposition. That was Joe Murphy who texted in. That That is a... a oh, no. Uh, the, the fascists, they have these things called the black shirts. Mm -hmm. in, order to, in order to get people to convert to this ideology, it is cult-like. And what do, cult, what do all cults do? They make you 
shut out the world and you only ever listen to the cult members. Right, and you, you have to wear matching to jumpsuits. From the people that are in the cult. You got to wear matching jumpsuits and drink punch too. Correct. They use the socialists use the exact same uh, strategies that cultists use. There's no individuality. It's all you have to adhere to the ideology of the group and the leader. Christopher, okay, I've got a question for to, you. I, 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 I want you to clear your mind real quick. Who had the greatest knockout punch? Uh, Jim Jones. Jim, Jim Jones. Jones. Come on. Jim Jones. Look, hey, Christopher, I appreciate everything. i got to get rolling. Uh, thank you for clearing everything up. And look, Rachel Maddow is I, nothing I but a twat waffle. One more thing. I have one last little bit. All right, hit it quick. Okay, so fascism and Nazism are separate. Nazism uses race to divide people, and fascism uses what country you're from to divide people. And that's the difference between Nazis and fascists. Okay, All right. I'm done. All right, buddy. Hey, you have a great day. Get those kids to school safe. See ya. Thank you, Christopher. Um, look, this is this is all poppycock, in, in, in my opinion. In my humble opinion, it's nothing but poppycock. The Democrats do not like Donald Trump. Somebody said it earlier. This is the best explanation. This is Mr. J. says the reason Democrats are more scared of Trump now than ever is because they've done everything possible to get rid of him. Look, look at what they've done. They impeached him twice, lost. Then they took an election. And, and, and look, you know that election was not on the up and up. Uh, even illegally, and the majority of the country still wants him. They've lost control, and they know it. They also, uh, they will be repercussions for what they've done, and they are terrified of the much-deserved backlash. We're going to see that enacted, but the problem is, is that we're not going to see it the way we want to. We want to see people like uh, Mayorkas in handcuffs, being led away. We want Hillary Clinton in handcuffs, being led away. We want Joe Biden and Hunter Biden in handcuffs, being led away. They're not going to allow that to happen. They might let them get taken away by handcuffs, but they aren't going to make it much further than that because we've already seen how this side plays. I am not a big JFK guy because it was such a black eye from my beloved city of Dallas, where I grew up, and I do love it here. It was a horrible thing that happened with JFK getting assassinated in Dallas. I don't really have a strong feeling on who did it. If Lee Harvey Oswald did it, if their grassy knoll was doing it, if it was the CIA, if it was the mob. All I know is that the government knows exactly who did it. And they aren't telling us. There are reports that Lady Bird Johnson had it done. Lady Bird Johnson, the first lady who turned into the first lady after JFK was shot, her family was quite wealthy in the state of Texas, owned lots and lots and lots of radio stations. She was a very powerful woman, and that's why LBJ was so powerful of a, a Democrat at the time 
and was able to pass things like the Civil Rights Bill and things like that because of her connections and her money. You see, that money will lead you into the power, and once you get that power, nothing will surpass power. And Democrats know that, and right now the Democrats have the power. And there's lots and lots of money being thrown around from Shittistan-type countries all over the place. Special donors, Hollywood people, they're giving them money. They don't want to get rid of that because with all that money comes power. They don't want to lose it, and they know they're about to lose it. Donald Trump will go beyond scorched earth if he's allowed to. But I'm telling you right now, his security force has got to be fucking legit. He must he must have some Mossad members in there, Navy SEALs, Delta Force. His security unit ain't no regular Secret Service unit that's getting attacked by a racist dog. I'm telling you this right now. I would imagine that, that Donald Trump's number one security guy could kill you with his pinky finger. Because that's the only that's that's the only way they have to keep him out of office, in my humble opinion. Uh, Cornelius. Soul Trade. Good morning, AIG and family. Sorry I'm late. Got to sleep in a bit. Have a great day, everybody. Uh, needs a dictionary. Beep, beep, beep. Fuck democracy. It's just another word for mob rule. Fascism to them is anyone who sees their fascism differently. Chuck says the hat makers did it. JFK was the first president not wearing a hat at the inauguration. Might have been, but that wasn't the inauguration. But but I, I hear what you're saying. Look. This is this is where where I stand on, on a lot of these topics and a lot of these conspiracies and things. Trump has your former censor Vader as a bodyguard. No shit. He could kill you with his pinky. Um, we're not going to know anything until the government wants us to know everything. You can you can listen to all your, your podcasts out there. I, I mean, I, I, I implore you to listen to other shows. I'm going to tell you the truth, though. I'm not going to have you hoping on bated breath for the next set of redacted letters to come out from the JFK thing. You're not going to know until the government says it's okay for you to know. And they figured since they off the actual president of the United States, you don't need to know that. You don't need to know that our own government is that corrupt. Now, you can say, well, Arnie, you're a conspiracy theorist by saying the government's corrupt. That's a conspiracy theory? To say that our government is corrupt? And maybe, just maybe, once again, I am not. I, I am not handing out Trump stickers. I am not doing that. I will vote for him. I liked him as president from 2016 to 2020. Maybe he is uncorruptible. Maybe everything that he said. I mean. When a guy comes out in the first debate against Joe Biden 
and mentions payments from the mayor of Moscow's wife to his son. He mentions this laptop computer, all of this. The federal government hired the media to come in and wipe that story clean. When in fact, three and a half years later, three years later, it turns out everything that Donald Trump said that night was true. This is like watching the, y'all, y'all seen that, that courtroom TV show on during the day? I forget, it's the husband and the wife judges, a couple of black people, uh, the judges, and they bring in a, a lie detector. And, and the lie detector fella, he's a southern guy, he's like, well, there was deception in that. Everything that we've been told, there's deception. I need that guy. Get all your Trump gear, including stickers, at 4T5Printing.com. Amen. The term conspiracy theory was coined by the CIA after the JFK assassination. How convenient. Remember the Simpsons prediction, Trump gets assassinated as president. I wouldn't be surprised. I'm hearing Ben Carson's name being mentioned. Ben Carson, who doesn't talk higher than this. I am Ben Carson. I'm probably the smartest man in the world, but I don't really uh, talk a lot. And when I do talk, I talk very, very low, uh, but I'm very educated. I'm black. I was a surgeon general. Uh, did I mention I'm black? And that's going to fill a key role as the vice president. I, 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 don't, I, don't, I still don't think he's going to get it. I still think it's going to be that governor of one of the Dakotas because everybody from the Dakotas looks the same. Hey, cowboy. Hey, Pammy. You're not just doing this to make your wife jealous. Ah, good morning to you. I hope that you are doing good today. Um, By the way, speaking of our president, Biden's approval rating plummets to a 15-year low. Oh, I, I, I apologize. Shocking. He sits at 31%. 31% of the country approves what he's doing. Are you 31% right now all holding a balloon and licking a window? I'm just wondering. That's a fair question. I mean, uh, Jesus, come on. A third of Americans think he's doing a good job. He was a retard. That, that's the only explanation. How is he doing a good job? Whitewash says, how in the hell is number even that high? It's insane. It's because those are the hardline people. Those are the people. i never forget having a conversation one time, and I was young. It was when I first moved to Reno. Uh, I was hanging out at the Hooters establishment a lot. And I like their wings, but I liked that I would tip the bartender uh, like 10 or 20 bucks at the beginning of the night. And then I pretty much drank the rest of the night. I think my record was nine or 10 pitchers of beer from about six to about one. Breaking news 33% of Americans belong in insane asylums. Ah, fine dining hooters. Well, when you're 20 or 21 years old, that is about fine dining. So I remember having a conversation with one of the cooks who was from Oregon. And he was talking about, we were talking about the election. It was Bill Clinton against uh, George Herbert Walker Bush. 
Daddy Bush. And I said, we were talking about it, and he goes, well, I can never vote Republican. My parents won't let me come home if I vote anything other than Democrat. And I'm like, you're 24 years old, man. You still care about what my, you, you think mommy and daddy care what you vote for? And it's that kind of mindset. It's that kind of mentality. That, oh, we voted Democrat all the time. And the Democrats have fucked you. But you're going to keep voting for them. You are what we would call insane. Because the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again, expecting different results. Those third are on welfare and sucking off the government tit. Yeah, Warbird, you're right. Was that the Hooters where you met legendary Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy? Uh, well, I have to say you would be... Correct mundo. We had a wonderful uh, argument about how Nebraska sucked in bowl games at that time. Uh, but we have been friends ever since then. We had lunch together at Hooters. The Hooters is gone now. As friends with all the girls, they give me happy hour prices no matter when I came in. Oh, yeah, they all they cared about was getting tipped. Uh, but Joe Biden, 31%. And of that 31%, how many? I, I would have to say of those, out of 100 people, those 31 people, I would say that about 18 or 19 of those people are lying. Where was the Hooters in Reno? Uh, it's where that, uh, what is that, the, the Beaver Muff restaurant there on South Virginia over by the Atlantis, or the Harry Beaver, which is right in front of the Outback. That whole building, that was the Hooters building. What is the percentage of people who hate America? I would say about 8 or 9% at least. Joe Murphy, how are you, my friend? I, uh, I'm doing well. I heard my name a couple of times, so I wanted to chime in with a few um, items. Okay, please do. The Hooters is now called the Lucky Beaver. That, see, I knew Beaver was in there. <laughs> I love you. And if, if 51% of the voters in Iowa are uh, extremists or fascists, that's news to me. <laughs> right? I mean, I mean, it was 51%. It was kind of what we would call a shellacking. Yeah. And I mean, that's the heart, you know, that's the heartland of America. And apparently they're all running around with little mustaches like Hitler or something because, yeah, they're not. You know, they're all fascists or extremists. No, they, they have morals, okay? But uh, so I just wanted to mention that. And then uh, I, I forget I had one other thing to get to, you, but I forgot uh, what it was. Oh, the Emmys, maybe. Oh, um, no, 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 no. You saved the Emmys for Thursday, my friend. You, okay. You, you uh, saved those Emmys for Thursday because I need the best in dress and worst dress list from Joe Murphy. <laughs> Oh, oh, yeah, because yeah, because I, I they call me the Mr. Blackwell of the data. Oh, I, I, I do know that. That's why we're coming okay. to you, Joe. Okay, I got to get a ketchup stain out of my underwear right now. I'll call you at Thursday. See you, pal. Lake Tahoe, Joe Murphy, the Lucky Beaver. Uh, see, I imagine we can equate the amount of Americans who hate America is about the same as those who approve of Biden. <sighs> you know. <clears throat> I said the number is 8 or 9%. I, I think it's about 10% of people in America hate America. Now, the other 
and and, and the more and, and you're saying, well, Arnie, that's a low number. Well, that's actual hate America. Those are the people that want to see America fail. See, I hate our country, but I love America. What you are seeing is something I have talked about at length on this show. And once it finally comes out, it'll probably be after I'm dead, that the great thing that Americans suffered through in the 21st century was white guilt. And soon we're going to be taking the word white out of that and just having American guilt. We are so guilty for things that we had no control over. And this is why we apologize and we let these things happen. We let things like Black Lives Matter happen. We allow white people to be videotaped on the street shining a black man's shoes because they feel so guilty for slavery. Something they had no control over. It's unbelievable the guilt that runs through people. I don't know where y'all got it. Maybe I had such selfish, terrible parents and grandparents that they showed me the right way, and I'm not guilty about this shit. Do I feel bad it happened? Sure. But I couldn't do anything about it. I, was, I wasn't even the sperm of a sperm of a sperm yet. And I was in another country. That's why we haven't heard any more of this stupidity of reparations talk. Oh, we got to get reparations going. In San Francisco, we're going to give every black person that lived here in the 40s through the 60s $2 million dollars which, by the way, has nothing to do with slavery. Oh, well, they, they were mistreated by the police. Well, you're going to do that to the Irish, too? What about the Mexicans? What about the Asians that came to this country? Oh, well, we gave the, the Asians their reparations. Yes, for detaining them during World War II. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking who built the railroads. Ah, oh, those little funny men with these round hats. Come on. But for some odd reason, we don't feel too guilty about that. We don't feel guilty about that at all. Well, I'm, I'm sure there's some people that do. I don't. Yeah, if you're part of that, if you wrestle with that thought in your head, oh, you know, it's so bad what our ancestors did. It is, but you're not doing it. And, and by the way, you recognize what they did is bad and you won't do it? Well, then you're okay. I'm here to tell you it's okay to be white in America. I know, I know. I, I sound like a crazy right-wing fucking swastika waving show. I'm not. I'm just telling you it's okay. You didn't do anything wrong by just being white. Now, if if you... If you have racial tendencies and you hold people down based on the color of their skin, well, then you've got some explaining to do. But if you live your life day to day and you try to be nice to everybody that you meet, you will still be looked at as a white devil. Well, Arnie, what do I do about that? Well, what you do 
is embrace the shit out of it. Fucking A. I love you. think I'm a white devil? Then fine. I put my devil horns up. I swear to God. Because I can't change the way people feel. If I could, I would. And look, my, my listenership would be at a zillion people. I would have click, click nations. Literally. I would be getting calls like this. If you don't like the Arnie State Show, you hate babies. That's all I got to do is start going out and saying that. That's a billboard right there. If you don't listen to ArnieRadio.com, you hate and want to murder all babies. We don't feel guilty about the Asians because they have the most part overcome that and doing pretty good socionomically. So black people, socionomically, economically, yes, absolutely black people have done fantastic. How many Asian presidents have we had? That's what I thought. Uh, The only people that should regret is if they ever bought the Lifetime Red membership. Uh, there's my rant for that. Put that on a shirt. Yeah, I, I love that idea. If you don't listen to ArnieRadio.com, you hate and want to murder all babies. That'll scare some people into listening. Well, we better listen. We don't want to be known as the people that hate babies and want to murder them. And by the way, that is the exact, the exact Same thing. I promise you. Oh, man. (laughs) Listen or the baby gets it. Yeah, I might stay away from that one. That one got us in trouble with a cartoon dog. (laughs) Rhino designed that one. (laughs) Um, Speaking of stupid things, I saw this story and Arise sent it to me because she is in higher education. Rice University. If you don't know anything about Rice University, let me just tell you, that is the nerd school in Texas. That is the Harvard of Texas. Rice is where all the smarty party kids go. Smarty and don't like the party kids go. I knew some people. uh, I, I went out with a girl who was a swimmer at Rice, and she was looked down on for being an athlete at Rice. She wasn't that good a swimmer either. Um, Rice University has a brand new course called Afrochemistry. A course that the inequities in chemistry and chemical education has to do based in racism. The Afrochemistry, the study of Black Life Matter. Students will apply chemical tools and analysis to understand black life in the U.S. and study diverse historical and contemporary scientists, intellectuals, and chemical discoveries will inform personal uh, chemical education. The course will be accessible to students from a variety of backgrounds. Oh, for fuck's sake. (laughs) Do they learn to speak jive in that class? Oh, stewardess. 
<laughs> I speak jive. <laughs> look, look. This is this class is equally as stupid as the Taylor Swift studies that they have. I, I think at Harvard. What what is happening to these fine universities? These fine upscale fucking Ivy League type schools. They are offering the dumbest fucking classes. Is that like if you take the chemical fentanyl, you may choke to death? It could be. I, I'm not sure. The way they would teach it is this. If you take fentanyl, a cop will kill you. That's how you die. Fentanyl. Side effects. Cop murders you. <laughs> I'd love to see that on the bottle. You're in the hospital, they got a fentanyl drip going to you. You see a cop standing outside your room, you're scared shitless. Warning, cops could kill you if you're on fentanyl. Easy way to get your football team straight A's. Well, fucking at Harvard, their football team sucks anyway, and nobody wants to go there. I knew a guy who uh, went to Harvard. He got a football scholarship. <laughs> Actually, I knew a couple guys that went Ivy League. And they both told me the same thing. They weren't that great of football players, but they got to go to Ivy League schools for free. So, of course, they took it. I can't blame them. Because on a resume, by the way, by the way, I've got to ask a question for Braddy Kid. Is there anybody good with resumes? She is trying to work on hers, and it's not coming through. And she has a great work history. If anybody wants to email me, like, the, you, you know, the, the secret or you have a, a great uh, resume writer, please let me know. Write me at ArnieRadio.com, ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com. <coughs> you dare dispatch Ryan Fitzpatrick? Good, I do too. Yeah, he was terrible. He's probably the greatest Harvard football player ever. And what does that say? Whitewash says chat GPT. So go the AI route. Okay. Uh, Rise says, I'm available, Braddy. There you go. Um, all right. Uh, where do we go from here after that stupid thing at Rice? Good God. Um, we got to go to New York City. New York City! Not really I important here, but New York City. New York City! Thank you. Um, is invoking curfews for migrants after residents complain about panhandling. What? Illegal aliens are panhandling? Shocking. 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 The curfew is from 11 p.m. to 6 p.m. Hey, welcome to our country. You can't go out at night. But you can live in a school, and we won't send kids to that school ever. Can, can <laughs> This is just more of the stupidity. I, I don't really want to go on with this story. This is how fucking stupid we are. Oh, we'll welcome them over here. Oh, and then we find out that they are a, 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 a fucking snag on, on us. Well, we got, we got to keep them locked up. Isn't that kind of the same as an internment camp? I'm just asking. Mage, 
my wife is an HR manager and sees resumes all the time. She can look it over for. Uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick, talk about a blow-up since his retirement. Amen to that. They all love the Fitz, Fitz magic shit. What the hell? They're illegally. Why would we care about curfews? Because they don't want to be, look, look, Ralphie, Ralphie, Ralphie. This is what I implore you to do, Ralphie. Don't worry about it. Just don't. This is all stupid. Pammy says, will you help me as well? You trying to horn in, sassy Pammy. And by the, yeah, it, it, they aren't going to care about it. They're going to stay out and they're going to panhandle. And when people don't give them money with their panhandling, they will rob them. The end. Act scene. Good God. But you're absolutely right, Ralph. They're not going to care about it. So why should we? (sighs) All right. Now, I have a very, very special you make the call to do at the beginning of this next break. Uh, The phone number is 775-357-FANS. ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com is where you can write me if you want to help with Braddy Kid's uh, resume. Or if you want to write the show, which we will be doing listener mail tomorrow, brought to you by uh, JS Floors, the best flooring store in the West. The rest, well, you'll hear about them tomorrow. So uh, next break is coming up after this. Just as long as I can keep a lot of friends around me Oh, it helps to keep a worried mind occupied I do all right till dark of night surrounds me And then I think of her Never feel 
up my clothes nearly everybody knows that you're still just a putting me on when i start a walking gonna hear you start a squawking and a begging me to come back home Cause ever since you were a little bitty teeny girl you said i was the only man in this whole world now you better do some thinking then you'll find you got the only daddy that'll walk the line you got the only That'll walk the line Country DJs knows that I'm an outlaw They'd never come to see me in this dive Where bikers stare at cowboys Who are praying they'll get out of here alive Loudmouth in the corners getting to me Talking about my earrings and my hair I guess he ain't read the signs that say I've been to prison Someone ought to warn him before I knock him off his chair Cause my long hair just can't cover up my redneck 
the damn dog. Check it that he bought. Cause I can sing all them songs about Texas. And I still do all the sad ones that I know. They tell me I look like Merle Haggard and sound a lot like David Allen Cole. And the barmaid in the last town that we played in knew the words to every song I'd wrote. She said, Jimmy Rabbit turned her on to my last album Just about the time the jukebox broke Yeah, Johnny Cash helped me get out of prison Long before Rodriguez stole that goat I've been the rhinestone cowboy for so long I can't remember And I can do song Hank Williams ever wrote and I can sing all them songs about Texas and I still do all the sad ones that I know I can't help it I look like Merle Haggard and I sound a lot like David Allen Cole But the country DJs all think I'm an outlaw And they'd never come to see me in this dive Where bikers stare at cowboys Who are laughing at the hippies Who are praying they'll get out of here alive The loudmouth in the corners getting is the Arnie Stage Show, also known as X. Call 775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZ. Welcome back to the show here on a gloom, well, not gloomy, it's sunny outside, but it's fucking cold. What's the temp right now? Oh, whoa, 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 it's a blistering 15 degrees right here in Rockwall, Texas. Man, oh, man. Might have to get my mesh overalls on. I know everybody's suffering through the cold right now. It sucks. I'm ready for summertime. Let's go, baby. Give me them 100 degrees back. I don't like this. I don't like this at all. Uh, If you miss the first hour and 24 minutes of the show, not to worry. It's easy. All you got to do is go back. Go to ArnieRadio.com. You're going to go, holy shit, ArnieRadio.com's changed. Well, yeah, it's changed. We've updated. It's a new site. Thanks to hockey player. Justin, great job. Uh, well, well, Arnie, what about my old membership? Well, go into, go into uh, PayPal, cancel your membership, and now join the new site. We got all kinds of cool stuff up there. Christopher's movie reviews, there. I mean, it's amazing. His reviews are up there. We have some recipes up there. Mm-mm-mm. 
All kinds of pictures. Just check it out, arnieradio.com, and you can download old shows. And I'm trying to trying to figure out if I have to keep the title that it, it gives me with all the numbers and everything. I'm not sure. I might change it today. That way I'll start titling them. Today's show is from this date. You know, and, and, and I'll, maybe I'll put in there that, that today we actually had a... a you make the call. Because we, we have to do that right here now. Now, ask family, I need your help here because I, I saw this story and I thought to myself, hmm, did she go too far or is this okay? Because I know where I stand on. College Station, good morning to you. This is the story of Rachel. Rachel is a bride, a bride-to-be. And Rachel spent a lot of time, long time looking for Mr. Right, and lo and behold, she... No, no, no. Lo and behold, she thinks she found him. Right? You know what we need? We need, we need some love music. Hold on here. Let's see. Let's, let's let's get the Barry White going, huh? Shall we? I mean, it, we'll we'll play him low. All right. So Rachel thought she found her Prince Charming. Too much of anything is so they're planning the wedding. Yeah, yeah I can't do it with this. I did. Sorry, just can't. Because I I, I want to sing along with Barry White. So they're planning the wedding. They they've dated for a long time. They're planning the wedding. And. Rachel noticed that her husband, in the weeks leading up to the wedding, had visited some websites. Now, before anybody, look here, hey, uh-uh, no, 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 before you get to thinking, no, 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 it wasn't, wasn't those kind of websites, no, 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 no. No, it, it wasn't like, you know, he, he didn't, you know, Google search how to pork a donkey or anything like that. He was looking up practical jokes on websites. Now, first of all, if you have to go to a website to look up a practical joke, you probably shouldn't be playing practical jokes. I mean, if you have to look it up, if you don't have the creativity to come up with your own practical joke, The OnlyFans subscription was for Arnie. Yeah, yeah, I, I look, I gave that people to you people. I'm telling you right now, I need to reopen that page up and only charge like five bucks a month for it. That way, all you people have an excuse. Well, I have an OnlyFans page, or I have an OnlyFans account, but it, it's to follow Arnie. And lo and behold, there I am. Rachel goes on to say, I told him straight away that I didn't want that our wedding. No, no practical jokes at our wedding. Now, Rachel's boy toy laughed and said he wasn't planning anything. Day of the wedding comes. Now, you know that the bride is going to be stressed on the day of the wedding because something goes wrong. Something always goes wrong at a wedding. And it could be very, very minuscule or it could be very, very major. Well, whatever it is, you know the bride's worried about. 
because this is her day. Um, but she started to feel something bad in her gut. And this is why you always, you always listen to your gut. When her husband volunteered to organize the cake and the photographer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ancient Chinese secret, huh? I don't know what race has to be in there, but okay. So Rachel goes on to say the day was glorious. The 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 wedding was beautiful. It's everything that she actually wanted. And everything was going smoothly. That is until the cutting of the cake. She says, I made the first cut, and the photographer stood in front of us with a camera. And suddenly, I felt a hand on the back of my head pushing me face first into the cake. Not only my makeup, but the whole dress was ruined, and the whole room laughed. My husband laughed the loudest. Holy shit! Rachel says she was humiliated and only felt worse when Jake claimed the image of her covered in cake is now their official wedding photo. She slapped her husband in front of everyone and ran off to the bathroom in tears. Now, before I ask what call you make here, let me just say... Hold up a second. Don't make the call. (laughs) The only thing worse would be if his search history included how to have sex with women. Where do babies come from? Is it normal to violently vomit after kissing girls? (laughs) That would be. That would be a red. That's what we call a red flag, Christopher. Now, first of all, I'm going to say this guy is an asshole. For one reason and one reason only. That motherfucker wasted cake. And you don't waste wedding cake. Wedding cake is delicious. How dare you smash someone's face into a wedding cake? Wedding cake should be protected like the the bald eagle. My God. I'm just going to smash your face in. No! I'm going to tell you this right now. If they would have been stupid enough to invite me to that wedding and he smashed her face in that, I'm beating his ass. Oh, we're going to throw. We're throwing hands. Me and my majestic arms, which, by the way, I did arms this morning, and they are blasted. I'm going to tell you right now, I am bringing savagery back. I am going to go medieval on him ruining wedding cake. The only reason why I go to weddings is for the cake. You have your shitty Chilean sea bass. Yeah, you you have your your maybe your your little chocolate fountain, which is good. Don't get me wrong. I like the chocolate fountain. You have your hors d'oeuvres. But the reason we're all there 
It's not to see happiness. It's not to see joy. We're all there for one reason and one reason only, and it's that fucking cake. That cake is the reason I dressed up to come to this fucking four-hour fiasco. Why do they put the cake on last? Because they want you to stay. So now, that's where I am already, okay? But I'm not Rachel. Rachel, who ran into her, her, her husband's brother, and, and the brother made his brother apologize for his actions, and the reception was cut short. She was then discovered that her husband was a bully growing up and took pleasure in hurting people. The fact that he hid it from her during their relationship. Quote, his brother told me that Jake was a bad person and took every opportunity to humiliate him as a kid. Now, this is where I need you as family to... You make the call. Rachel says, I decided to separate from him and file for divorce. The brother told me not to do it because it was a harmless prank. I was spammed by both his family and mine, but it was to be ridiculous to end our marriage over this, but I see it differently. If he does something like this to me, despite multiple requests not to, even after promising he wouldn't do it, then I can't trust him. So ask family... You make the call. Did she make the right call by getting separated and filing for divorce after one day for being pushed in the cake? I'll go with what you said. did you make what would you do all right cowboys girl says uh don't put my face in the cake no so unoriginal too yeah like, like seriously the guy was on websites and that was the best thing he did i mean look look i'm just i'm just spitballing here i'm just spitballing how about instead of that you get one of those uh the 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 uh the the things that pop out of the cars the airbags you put an airbag in her seat at the wedding table, and when she sits down, it throws her way up in the air. That's a way better prank. And no cake is hurt. But I'll continue to go. Uh, let's see. That escalated quickly. Gold says nip it in the bud. Uh, I was thinking retaliation, but damn, that was extreme, Boat Girl says. King Steve says guy is 100% a dick. This is her day. She made it clear she wanted none of this. I mean, if she found out... He hid part of himself. I see no problem with what she did, just my opinion. Sue says, uh, if she told you don't do it, don't do it. Panda says, you don't fuck with a bride's makeup on her wedding day. Yes, right call. It's stupid, but yes, divorce. Alicia says, retaliate, but don't divorce. Ooh. Oh, man. Like, you know what you do? You wait for him to save up a lot of money for that, that car that he's always wanted and then fucking blow it up. Because that's what he did to the wedding day. He blew up her wedding day. 
See, nasty, she's not wrong, but that's a little extreme. V. Coop says, yes, she spared him from a life of Taylor Swift like sex because she clearly is an unadventurous dead leg. As a stockholder in Meow Mix, I'll say, yes, great call. Gibby says, divorce is a bit extreme. Cowboys Girl says, they probably didn't know each other that well, but like a lot of people who jump into marriage, but since you did, you don't divorce over it, either there or, I would say, get divorced over it. He's a bad man. Cam says, she said not to do it, then he shouldn't have. Filing for divorce is extreme. Dude may have dodged a bullet, though. I thought you were going to say she slept with his brother and told the groom and laughed. I mean, she didn't know he was a bully growing up. These two need to split. Probably got lucky because she was going to bite his dick off. Yes, divorce, wasted cake. Now, now, first of all, I didn't even go into that with the brother coming in there. Because the brother, look, I'm, I'm thinking that the brother... He wants to take. He wants to take the fucking. He wants to take the tuna boat to Pound Town. He does. Brother likes her. He's like, hey, my brother's an asshole. I'm gonna make him apologize to you. Here I am, the knight in riding. I'm, sh- I'm shining armor. See, I didn't even. I, 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 I'm not even going there. I'm not even going there. He fucked with the cake. Okay. He fucked. With the cake. Fred says, good morning from DFW Airport. Well, good morning, Fred. Oh, wait, hold on a second. I got I to gotta go open the door. Mama, you stay right there. Mama, Sorry, Brady Kid. Brady Kid saw a spider in the garage, so we had to call a uh, a bug killing unit to the house. We had to call Delta Force to the house to get rid of all the spiders. So they're out there doing that now. Uh, so tired of people getting married to get divorced. Uh, Alicia said she should fuck the brother and then marry him. <laughs> now that she's divorcing him, it would be a for re- forever retaliation. That would be pretty good. Uh, my son has a layover in DFW in a couple hours coming home from Georgia. Very, very nice. Yeah, look, look here. Look. I, I, I don't really care for weddings. I don't like to go to them. And it all stems from my, my, old, my, my, my sister. God rest her soul. She's dead to me now, Patty. It, 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 I was in her wedding. I, I was one of the groomsmen. And I was like 12. And I was told that I could put shorts on after the event. It was August in St. Louis. If you've ever been in in St. Louis in August, first of all, you hate yourself. Secondly, it's about 300 degrees because their humidity there is just fucking rotten. And I come from a humid place in Texas. But Missouri fucking humidity is terrible. 
So we we got to go to the church, and I'm you know I'm in a tuxedo, I'm fucking rocking it. I look better than she did, and I was twelve. And I remember standing there, and then sitting, and then standing and sitting, because she had the old traditional Catholic wedding, even though we weren't Catholic, but she is now becoming a Catholic. So we had the, the and and y'all been to Catholic weddings? They're like two hours long. I mean, people reading from. Uh, you know, the Corinthians, letters from John, Esophagles, 6-1. That's one of my favorite verses. I watched Mrs. Trash Panda sew her own wedding dress. Took her six months to get it done. I was fearful to even eat around it at the dinner table. Uh, I don't like weddings either. I If I go, mostly my friend guilted me into it. Look, so so this this marriage happened, right? And then we get to the reception hall, and I'm like, fuck yeah. Woo! I'm 12 years old, so I already have quite a, a, a vocabulary on me. And I go into the restroom, and, well, I was wearing shorts and, I believe, a T-shirt underneath it. Now, I don't know if it was my Frankie Say relax shirt or don't care what Frankie Say shirt, but I had those on, and... Uh, I was just going to wear my dress shoes because I didn't. I, I was 12. I wasn't smart enough to bring another pair of tennis shoes, so I was going to wear shorts, and I had yellow shorts. And I walked out of the bathroom. My dad spotted me immediately, and he, he turned into fucking Speedy Gonzalez. He came up to me and said, don't let your sister see you like this. Where's your tuxedo? I said, well, I put it in this bag. He goes, put it back on. I said, put it back on? You said I could wear shorts? He said, I said that so you'd come to the damn wedding. So I had to go back in the damn bathroom crying because I'm 12 and I'm uncomfortable. And I said, do I have to put the tie on too? He says, yes, put the goddamn tie on. But you know what made it all worth that? I'm going to tell you right now. No, it wasn't the love between the happy couple who's still married in their deathbeds today. No. They had amazing cake. The rest of the food was, huh? It was all Italian stuff. It was good, but wasn't as good as the cake. Greek cowboys grow marriage as a holy sacrament, not to be taken lightly. My meow mix joke is all about how these women don't take marriage seriously and destined to die alone, surrounded by cats. I want chicken. I want liver meow mix. Uh, you mean your parents weren't mad at you drank more than them when you were 12? I only drank a little bit at that wedding because Dad was watching me. After the shorts incident, I didn't get to the bar a lot. Thanks, Ralph. And you, we have friends moving to Missouri and keep telling us we should move there, too. I'm like, there's a snowball's chance in hell I'm moving to that shithole. Good call. Uh, let's see. Uh, plus, they can't deal with snow and got a weird snowstorm recently. Oh, Missouri. Look, St. Louis gets all kinds of snow. Don't fuck around. Missouri weather you don't want to fuck with. This is why I hate weddings. My wife's nephew gets married in his opening day of football two years ago in a place with no Wi-Fi. That was two years ago, and now they're getting divorced. I missed a day of football for them to get a divorce, and the cake melted because it was so hot. There is a special. And, and, and ladies, ladies, I, I'm glad y'all are starting to watch football now. I'm glad we're on this topic. Stinkfist, way to bring that up. You bring up something very, very important. The only thing 
that trumps wedding cake. And 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 this happened to you on NFL opening day. Not, not a lot of people get married on Sundays. College football. Uh, look, look, there is, uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. If you get married in the fall, don't expect me there. Just don't. I'm sorry. No, I, I can't do it. You, you can't get married in the fall. You just can't. Get married in the springtime. That's fine. I got 162 baseball games. I got married on fucking July 7th. That's how much of a dick I, I, I was like, we ain't missing anything. I think the all-star break was on. The only thing you'd miss on my way the first time when I got married to that Satana bitch, the only thing you missed was Wimbledon. You're welcome. Don't get married during college football season. That's a sin. That is a sin. And you better have the best goddamn cake I've ever heard of. You better not have a, 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 a waterfall of of chocolate, you better have a pool of chocolate and a pool of nacho cheese to get me there. And if you ain't got Wi-Fi, good God Almighty. You're getting married on college football Saturday and you expect me to be there without the all the accoutrements? What are y'all serving? Oh, fish and chicken? Uh-uh. You want to get me there? I want a fucking USDA prime tomahawk ribeye. I'm telling you right now. This is what it takes to get me to a wedding during college football season. And a lot of people say, well, it ain't worth it. Well, there you go. Prime tomahawk ribeye. A lobster tail. Yes, I'm saying it. I'm eating lobster that day as well. You better give me a, a side of macaroni and cheese. There better be some potatoes. And I want some fried potatoes. I want those cool, like, hard-to-do fried potatoes. That's what I want. And then just, uh, look, I'll be a nice guy. I can, I can see all the invitations going out to me now. I'll be a nice guy. I won't even ask for the first piece of wedding cake. The third piece of wedding cake goes to me. And it better be big. It better be a big old honking piece. And and, 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 last thing, there better be enough for seconds. That's it. That's it. From, from the last weekend of August until the college football playoffs are in, no. That's what it'll take to get me there. And, 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 and look here, I'm not even going to ask for anything extra to dress up because I will look appropriate. I confess for that wedding, I was on my phone the entire game. Get mad about it, but everyone in my family knows I'm a Cowboys fan. I didn't miss it. Are you officiating this wedding? No, oh, God, if I'm officiating this wedding, then my pockets are lined. I'm telling you, that's going to cost you. Get married on college football Saturday. You want me there? Shit. Shit, I'm going to be the most expensive thing at that wedding. <laughs> My dress cost $10,000. Yeah, how much did it cost to get Arnie there? A uh, fucking lot. <laughs> I know, I'm such an asshole. Shit, I got married March 22nd because I'm a real man, and it was a Saturday night, no kids allowed. Now, that's a good wedding right there, no kids allowed. As a kid, I would have been fucking happy as hell about that. 
All right, so we all agree that, well, she went a little far. I don't think she went far enough. I, I would have sued him. I would have sued him for ruining the cake. That's just me, though. Now, we got another story here about a fella in Chicago. Another little relationship thing here. Oh, man. This is the story about Nico D'Ambrosia. First of all, your name is Nico. What are you, a Steven Seagal character? Because, look, you watch the first three Steven Seagal movies, his name is Nico in at least two of those. He's from Chicago. And he is now suing dozens of women... For $75 million. Because they wrote negative reviews on a Facebook page describing him as clingy, claiming his reputation has been harmed. His photo and uh, was shared on a private Are We Dating the Same Guy Facebook page. Uh, the defendants broadcast their outrageous, cruel, and malicious lies about the plaintiff with knowledge that the statements were false or with reckless disregard as they wrote this. In addition, uh, a man, the Facebook parent Meta, are named in the lawsuit. Thousands of men are potentially defamed by members via this group, online publications. Uh, one of the posts was, we met organically in Chicago two and a half months ago, very clingy, very fast, flaunted money very awkwardly and kept talking about how I don't want to see his bad side, especially when he's on business calls. He came to see me yesterday and I explained how I didn't really want to stay the night. I just wanted to spend the day together. And this was his response. I don't want to read his response. It isn't there. Wow, does he uh, does uh, he wear women's underwear too? Look, I gotta say this right now, guys. To this guy, you're gonna sue all these women for seventy. But you're not going to win. Now, I applaud you, Mister D. Ambrosia. I applaud you for asking for a very very large number, like seventy five million, because maybe. Maybe you'll get a settlement for, I don't know, a couple hundred thousand. That's easy cash right there. Cha-ching, motherfucker. You ain't getting 75 million. Now, I will say this. You're probably going to need to move from Chicago because once women start talking about how much of a douche nozzle you are, and, and, and yes, Mr. D'Ambrosia, you are a douche nozzle. To the 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 level of douche nozzles like we haven't seen before. That you're suing. Thank you. Do what? All right. Thank you. All right. I gotta close the garage door here in a minute. Um. I just. <laughs> You're suing because women said bad shit about you? Well, what's happened to men in our society? 
what if the Longhorns have a bye or the Cowboys have a bye? Would, would, then would you go uh, to the wedding? No. No, because not everybody has a bye. There's going to be a game that I want to see that day. Crying about a bad review. Awfully clingy behavior. Case dismissed. Um, well, here's the thing. Mr. D'Ambrosia, you're a puss. Okay? You're just a puss. You don't like that women are saying bad things. Well, then don't be clingy. Don't be cringy. Don't be a pussy and sue. Man the fuck up. When did we lose men in our society? Am I the last bastion of man? I know I'm already in the protected glass and it says break an emergency only if you need me. I don't know. To open a jar, to kill a spider. What do you need? This is the new man? Well, I'm just going to tell you right now. Whew. That Europeanization of America has fucking happened. Because the men are all pussies now. Well, I tell you what. I kind of want to roll into a fucking discotheque. I want to go to a club on Friday night. See, but here's the problem. Here's the problem. Can't go to a discotheque. Can't go to a bar. Can't go to those places. Because all these fags fucking carry guns. All right? This ain't like the days of old. The days of old when you would roll into there and you would find somebody and they're going to they're gonna smart off to you, you whoop that ass. Now, I ain't going to whoop everybody's ass. I'm going to get my ass whooped a few times. I already know that. This guy right here, I'm beating him down. Oh, I am beating him like a rented mule at the fucking, in the Grand Canyon. Our boys are soft. Y'all did it. Y'all did it. Y'all the parents out there. Does he identify as a woman? Probably boat girl. Uh, didn't you just say that Brady had to call someone to kill a spider? Yeah, because uh, they're they're uh, it was in a place I couldn't reach with my foot, like like on the ceiling. Now I'm working out, but I'm not doing legs. I'm doing calves, but I can't hit the ceiling yet. We don't call people to come and open pickle jars for us because we don't eat pickles. This is what's so important. This is why, this is why, man, I'm just going to tell you right now, Pebble and Boykind, those are Alicia's sons. Those kids are going to rule. I'm just, and, and by the way, they'll be leading the way for Roscoe. Uh-uh. All I work out is legs, well, mostly. I, I'm, I'm just telling you right now. All these sissified males that are out there. Yeah, we've seen them. And 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 look here. Look here. The the sissified males, they, they aren't all homos. They aren't all the gays. I shouldn't say homos. That was that sounded mean. I I, I support the gay people. Gay people are fine. As long as they're not active in the uh, the uh, the alphabet mafia. I don't care. You want you want to put something in your butthole, you put something in your butthole. That's fine. I don't give a fuck. Just don't come around me with that noise. But there are tougher gay guys out there than there are straight guys. Because at least they were men at one time. Maybe they're the pitcher in the relationship. I don't know. 
But what we're raising now, these effeminate males, and there's nothing wrong with having class about yourself and learning how to be a gentleman, learning how to pull a a chair out for a lady, how to open a door for a lady. There's nothing wrong with any of that. There's nothing wrong with grooming yourself to look like a gentleman. There's nothing wrong with that. When it goes wrong is when you puss up. Everybody says, oh, it's okay for a man to cry. It's not okay for a man to cry. Sorry. I'm just going to tell you that right now. It's not. The only time you cry, possibly when your favorite sports franchise wins the World Series. That's okay. So happy that today's men, because I raised my son old school and he's 21 now and moving up the company, uh, work for a lazy fast because everybody that works with him is a pussy. Advantage him. Exactly. And Alicia's sons are going to have the same thing. And Roscoe, I'm just going to tell you, Roscoe right now, Roscoe's going to whoop people's asses. I was watching Billions the other day and laughed when the young girl was on a date with Wags. And he tore into the Indian guy and turned it on her because she said she let that beta boy have it. Wags is one of the greatest characters ever in television history. If you don't watch Billions, just watch for Wags. And that shows a great example of some alpha male. And and by the way, got your attention? There's nothing wrong with being an alpha male. There's nothing, once again, I'm, I'm telling you these things today because I hopefully it sticks in. It's okay to be white. It's okay to be a Caucasian. And it's okay to be an alpha male to show some leadership. There's, there's the real alpha males out there that show leadership and show that they're the ones to turn to. And then there's these ones that pretend to be alpha males, you know, who might go on a, a broadcast somewhere and say something to the effect of... You know what nobody ever talks about with drunk driving? How fun it is. Like a video game. The phoniest alpha male I ever met. Uh, The shortest alpha male I ever met, or wannabe alpha male, drove a, a canary yellow Mustang, and his wife who was legally a midget, drove a a Ford F-250. Overcompensate much? Mm. Uh, All right, where do we go after this fucking puss? This puss vag. All right, let's see if we can delete that. Okay, Okay, got that. Got that. All right, got that. 0.35% 0.35% of men are fake alphas. Oh, I'd say definitely that. that. That's at least the number I would go with. Now, our final story today. Is about six, or final story of this break. I shouldn't say final story of the day because it's not the final story of the day. Story is about 64-year-old Roxanne Duchette. Real alpha males protect people are good. Men that like to posture and act like they're alpha males but are beta as fuck we can do without them. Real alpha males uh, rickroll them, though. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, she's 64 years old and has been accused of poisoning her husband's soup. Now, let me just say this real quick. Uh, she ain't going to ever get me. 
because real men don't eat soup. Okay, soup is a hot liquid. I do not. Oh, absolutely, uh, Jesse, you're you're so right. You don't have to be uh, a two hundred jack male to be an out. No, you don't. No, you don't. Not at all. But alpha males don't take. The, the, the one thing I'll say is alpha males don't take shit. It don't matter how big you are. As, as the Freebirds once stated, it ain't the size of the dog in the fight. It's the size of the fight in the dog. Ken Dog, my man. There is no just Ken. Uh, no, it's Ken Dog. He says soup is delicious. Well, I'd like, look here. I'm not a hot liquid guy. I don't care for it. So this gal, Roxanne, she could get you, Ken Dog, but she ain't getting me. She stood at her doorstep in tears talking to a local television reporter after news broke about the case. Was this Grandma Edna? No. No, she, she's the one that turned me from soup, though. She's from Massachusetts. She's been charged with attempted murder and is currently under investigation for giving her husband poison soup. She says it wasn't poison. The soup was just old. I, I didn't poison him. I never, ever tried to poison him in any way whatsoever. I love him very, very much, and I would never try to kill anyone. She's been married to this fella for 45 years. The couple's daughter met them uh, at the hospital. She became increasingly suspicious and looked through her mother's phone where she found a message from a man claiming to be from the bold and the beautiful actor Thorsten Kane. According to court documents, there are messages on the phone saying that Miss Duchette, that they loved her and they wanted her to leave her husband with one message reading, you've got to get rid of your husband, honey. I need you so much. That was not actually written by Thorsten Kane, the bold and the beautiful actor. No. Instead, it was written by his twin brother, Drake Kane. My God. The evil twin brother has surfaced. Uh, actually, it wasn't his evil twin brother. Uh, it was a scammer. Another text message in the uh, the loop said, Hubby got back not feeling well. Maybe I can collect life insurance. She admitted that the conversation with the fake soap opera star was a scam, but still claims that she had not poisoned her husband. When she called 911 to report her husband's illness, she said he was unresponsive but breathing but had cardiac history. Uh, Brady kid doesn't make you a uh, puzzle or menudo horny. How do you live? Oh, easily. I ain't eating none of that damn cow brain. Menudo ain't. Hey, look, I don't even like the band menudo for fuck's sake. Really? It wasn't the actor? No. There's scammers out there. Scammers don't. We used to have a lot of fun when scammers would call because Brady kid would just lay into them. They don't call us anymore.
Despite what happened to uh, Mr. Dochette, he is recovering. A limited toxology test came back negative for opioids, cocaine, and alcohol. He told his daughter that his wife had made the soup, but it wasn't very good and tasted bitter. But he kept eating it. He kept eating it because you know why? You, you keep eating your wife's soup. Wife makes you soup, you eat it. Unless, you know, you're at my house and I just don't eat. Soup. Blech. Blech. That shit ain't allowed in our house, let alone our refrigerator. Yeah, amen to that. Uh, chicken tortilla soup, potato bacon. Hey, 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 hey. Y'all eat all the soup you want. Enjoy. I had chili yesterday. That's kind of soupy. But I thickened it up with some Fritos, so it wasn't really soupy soup. Y'all eat all. Look, look. Good for you. Yeah, you want you want some bisque? Fantastic. You want some chowder? Now, I don't mind clam chowder every once in a while. You want borscht? You want fucking period fucking soup? You eat borscht. More of it for you. That way I don't get any. I'll eat all the fried chicken. I'll eat all the burgers. You have soup. Enjoy. I made split pea soup and grilled cheese the other day. Shit was the bomb. Well, I'm sure the grilled cheese was fantastic. You started talking about that shit yesterday, and I went and bought Fritos. Oh, wow, Frito pie was good. Oh, so good. Start with the, uh, the the bowl uh, real quick, uh, just fast recipe, r- real fast. Bowl, fill it with Fritos, make you some chili, homemade, or we had Wolf brand yesterday, phenomenal. I am farting up a storm right now, it's great. Heat the chili, pour that over the Fritos that you've crushed up a little bit. We got scoops, but you can get the other ones. Put a whole bunch of cheese on top of that, and then a dollop of whole sour cream, and ole, you got you some fucking Frito pie, baby. I made chicken pot pie soup with honey butter biscuits. It was fucking good. Hey, all right, fantastic. I'll, I'll, I'll just, you know, broccoli cheddar is bomb. I will eat broccoli cheddar every now and then. That That's not too bad, but they put so much goddamn broccoli in there. Uh, no, it's not on my recipes on the website. No, we're only going to put a limited number of those up there because we have something else planned. Uh, that's all I can say. Got something else planned. Can't get too far into it, though. All right, the phone number, 775-357-FANS or ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com if you want to reach me. I'm real easy to reach. Come on, you can just reach out and touch me. So easy. Tomorrow we got listener mail brought to you by JS Force. It's going to be amazing. Uh, Until then, last break coming up next. Yes, I will eat stew. Stew is not soup.
775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZ. Oh, Triple T, what are you starting here? Alicia, let's put a borscht recipe together and post it on ArnieRadio.com. Alicia says, oh, I'll do that. The problem is my old school self kicks in and I don't measure shit. Just go by what room I have left. I don't know if that's the Italian or Russian side kicking in or a mix of both. Then Gibby says, I really want to make borscht. I love beets. Then Christopher. I just can't get over Arnie's stance on soup, ass family. Man, I don't know about you, but my wife's soup and other dishes is about 80% of the reason she's the best woman a man could ever ask for. The way I see it is if you're not get good, uh, getting good soup, why bother getting married? Okay, have a family and serve purpose, yes, of course. But the soup is supposed to come with all that I'm saying. Good soup is the foundation of any good marriage. At least that's my interpretation of the word. Interpretation, yes, poor Blake. Uh, uh, now look here. Look. I know that most of y'all wanted me to tell the story about Edna and the soup. Now, Edna's soup scarred me as a child. Edna's cooking. My grandmother Edna's cooking scarred me as a child. My father's attempt at some recipes scarred me as a child. My grandmother Edna. Old grandmother. Well, you think old grandmothers can cook? Well, I'm going to just say, uh, not so fast, my friends. My grandmother can make two things. Two My grandma Edna could make egg on toast, almost as good as me now, but now I'm a seasoned veteran and I've changed the recipe and added cheese and it's phenomenal now. And pancakes. Now, my grandmother's pancakes, you could only eat one and then you were full for like nine days. I have yet to crack that recipe. I wish I could remember. I wish that I didn't drink and use so many drugs in my lifetime that I could remember Grandma's exact recipe for her pancakes because they were they were they were tasty, had a little salt in them, a little little salty. It was a sweet salty thing, but not too much salt. Now I would get butter on there, and I would get log cabin or Mrs. Buttersworth. My grandma used carol syrup, which was just disgusting. That's just straight fucking from the tap. Carol syrup is not the way to go. Now, I have, I have not mastered that one. I haven't even tried pancakes in a while. But when it comes to soup, and my grandma's cooking, is you never question her cooking. Carol syrup is like straight, it's like four times thicker than regular maple syrup. I don't even know if they sell Carol syrup anymore. It was Carol with a K, I believe. So, you didn't question, look, Grandma would start cooking Thanksgiving dinner, and I'm not kidding about this. We wouldn't eat until about 4 o'clock in the afternoon, and Grandma always had to have Thanksgivings. This is why I'm, I'm not a big Thanksgiving person. She would start cooking the bird at 4 o'clock in the morning. I'm not kidding. 4 o'clock in the morning, that bird was in the oven. Now, I don't know if she cooked it at like 70 degrees for 14 hours. I'm not sure. It was the driest, the absolute worst turkey known to mankind. 
but you didn't say anything. You just sat there and ate it. She she would go and get fucking. Uh, uh, she she didn't make a lot of homemade stuff, so she would go get fucking terrible store brand coleslaw. And I don't know why we're having coleslaw at Thanksgiving. My mom made the stuffing, and she most of the time just used stovetop, and that was good enough for me. Carol is pure corn syrup sugar. Yeah, still around. It's just corn syrup. That's why it's so fucking sweet too. So, and, and by the way, Grandma would get biscuits from the store because ain't going to make no homemade biscuits with her. And she would place the Pillsbury biscuits in the freezer. Now, do you know what happens to yeast when it's frozen? Yeah, it stays frozen. She'd take them out. She'd put them in there. She'd bake them. They would come out like fucking hockey pucks. The reason why I have bad teeth is Thanksgivings and Christmas dinners at Grandma's house. But nobody said anything. Why? Because you didn't want her going off on you. And she would go off. Her tongue. Look, you think that I'm bad and I'm mean? No. No, no. This woman had so much fucking piss and vinegar in her for a four foot eleven woman from the old country. You didn't fuck with her. Now, her sister Viola could cook, and Pauline could really cook. But Pauline, I didn't get to know. Pauline died when I was a baby. But I knew Pauline could cook, and Aunt Viola, who lived in Missouri, she could cook. Edna couldn't cook. I guess my grandma could fuck, because she was kind of a slut back in the day. I'm just saying. She got around. I can say it's my grandmother, and I love her more than anything in the world. So, uh, we all knew, and she would hate. One of the things my grandmother hated more than anything in the world is, and she could actually make hard-boiled eggs, but she would boil them so much that the fucking yolks were green. I mean, she would overcook them so bad. And Easter, I can remember Easter. She would make hard-boiled eggs, right? And my dad, every single year, would crack the eggs on the ceiling. <laughs> he would throw it up and crack it on the ceiling, and it pissed her off. One year, as if my dad wouldn't know. She goes, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to give your father. I'm going to give him a raw egg, and I'm going to let him throw it up there. Now, as a kid, I'm thinking to myself, because I logic hit me early on as a kid. I thought to myself, well, If you give him a raw egg, Grandma, and he throws it up on the ceiling, it's going to crack, and it's going to go all over your ceiling. And you're going to be the one that has to clean it up. But did I say that? No. No, I didn't say that. Of course not, because, well, her DNA is in me, and I've got some meanness in me, so I wanted to see her clean it up. Now, of course, as soon as my dad pulled that egg, as my grandmother so nonchalantly said, no, Jerry, take this one. He picks it up, and he can tell it's a fucking regular egg. And what does he do? He acts like he's going to crack it on her head, and she just goes running away. And we're all laughing. Timmy and Nicole, I know you're here, but... Top of the morning to you. I know you've been here. Good to see you, though. Guess you had it right because I called my grandmother a slut. Hey, she put out, she was a flapper. She was a flapper in the 20s. 
Look, I've told y'all she had a back alley abortion. I, I don't I don't hide anything from you. The the my 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 biological grandfather, his last name is Rickaby. He was a drunk. His father owned a bar in Missouri. He came over from the old country of Ireland, opened a bar. Fucking A. Do what you know, I guess. Grandma got knocked up with dad. Didn't want to have that abortion, so she had dad. And then she had a couple other husbands. And then there was a guy named Roy States that was a real good man. Fought in World War One. He married her, adopted my father. He died. And then she married that fucking George character. Uh, he was a piece of shit. But she got around. She got her fuck on. Okay? And good for her. But you didn't fuck with grandma's cooking. Until one day. Now, let me tell you a little bit more about grandma's cooking. This is why today, at the age of 52, I still cannot trust a Cool Whip container. And y'all that are old school, y'all know what I'm talking about. Let's say you got a, a thing of pudding or a piece of pie. And, and, and I, I, don't, I don't like Cool Whip. I like, I like regular whipped cream better, mainly because I can see it. Cool Whip has scarred me. Because every once in a while, cut you a piece of pie off, grab the Cool Whip, open it up, and it's like six-day leftover fucking, you know, pot roast. And that smell hits you, that refrigerated smell hits you, and you're kind of like, Bleh. So Cool Whip containers fucking scare me. Now, country crock, same thing. Country crock, same thing. Go for some butter, end up getting fucking 18-day-old spaghetti. Speaking of spaghetti, this was my this was one of my grandmother's favorite things to do. My mom would always make spaghetti and make a big old pot of spaghetti. It was like German spaghetti where you put the sauce in there and the noodles and you cook it all together. You didn't do that Italian thing where you separated it. Because we're not, we're, we're about coexisting. We're not about separating. We didn't have different water fountains for fucking, for tomato sauce and different water fountains for noodles. Okay? Mom would make, and it's still my, and, and Braddy Kid made some, Braddy Kid spaghetti is phenomenal. And, and she makes it great, and, and I mix it all together, and, and, and of course I put my white trash processed cheese in there. Hey. Judge me if you want. It's delicious. <laughs> Reminds me of that Rodney Carrington song, Grandma Seen a Lot of Dick in Her Day. <laughs> Grandma would always do this with spaghetti, and this is why I always remember it. And she'd always go to Sears and buy frying pans. Okay, She took care of her one and only cast iron uh, skillet she had because it was small. And that's why my first cast iron skillet was small because Grandma had one. And that's what she made egg on toast in. And all my egg and toast, egg on toasts are made in my cast iron. But she would always go to Sears and buy those fucking Teflon coated fucking frying pans. And my grandmother would go through two of those a year. I want that I want that to sit in. I'm not making that up. That's a real thing. We would drive in that old blue car that she would fucking repaint the hole in the floorboard. We would drive to Richardson Square Mall. Because that was the closest Sears. We would drive it about 27 miles an hour because that's all that Ford Falcon could go. I'd touch the ground, and we'd go into Sears. We'd walk straight into Sears, 
We go to the frying pans. We get a frying pan. We walk right out of Sears. I didn't even get to go to the mall as a little kid. So what she would do, she would take that Cool Whip container that was full of spaghetti. Now, she would take that spaghetti and dump it in the frying pan at 6 o'clock in the morning. Now, she would start making breakfast for George and me around 5.30. This is why I'm always an early riser because Grandma had me up early. Now, she would make me either cereal, and I got to eat whatever kind of cereal I wanted to her house. My house, the only sugary cereal we got was life until my father found uh, uh, the, the, the uh, Cinnamon Toast Crunch. At home before school, I didn't get Frosted Flakes. I didn't get Apple Jacks. I didn't get Fruity Pebbles. No, 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 no. I got Cheerios or, or Cinnamon Life because my parents wanted me to eat healthier. Grandma's house, I got whatever cereal I wanted. Cookie Crisp, Captain fucking Captain Crunch, even though Captain Crunch isn't one of my favorites. Whatever I wanted, or I got egg on toast, or I got pancakes. Okay? And Grandma would make pancakes in the cast iron, too. Think of the small, not the smallest one, but the, the small cast iron skillet. The, the pancake would be about a half inch thick and, can, and, and fill the entire skillet. Dave Go in the house. Good morning, Dave Go. How are you, my friend? I like plain shredded wheat. Well, you can't listen to the tubes anymore if you like plain shredded wheat. That's just terrible. Blueberry Sun says cinnamon life. What about the best cereal, grape nuts? Oh, that was served at the house. Dad had that. That was a toothbreaker. Once again, the reason why my terrible, terrible teeth broke off as a kid, because they made me eat hard-ass food like that. So Grandma would take the spaghetti, and, and I'm using spaghetti, but she would do this with everything. Pot roast, whatever, Salisbury steak, whatever we brought leftovers-wise to her house. She would put in a frying pan at 6 o'clock in the morning, and then, and it was always this, all every fucking day. I'm not kidding. I'm not making this up. She would open a can of tomatoes and pour those on top of whatever was being served. Now, I was never subjected to these meals because I think my grandmother knew exactly how awful they were. So this is why I have a love of McDonald's, Taco Bell, and frozen pizza is because those are, were my alternatives. And I always chose the alternatives because I ain't eating that shit. Because it would sit in a frying pan. Let me throw in one word for you here. Uncovered from 6 a.m. until about 3.30 when she decided to make dinner for her and George. Uncovered. Room temperature all day. George would sit on the toilet for hours at a time. As a little kid, I had to pee in the sink more times than I can fucking remember. Because George was fucking on the pot, constipated from this terrible food. But, 
we never, ever said anything to her. Then that first shit after Grape Nuts digest is a monster. Mix that with coffee. It comes out like lava. Grape Nuts should be called the gravel road. Yeah, I can't eat that. Braddy Kid likes fucking Grape Nuts. Now, there was one day. Everything came to a head. We were all sitting there. My dad was picking me up. I had spent the weekend at Grandma's. Sunday afternoon. Dad's picking me up. It was summertime because there wasn't a Cowboys game. And I, I, I remember I remember it so vividly. I, I, I mean, I, can rem- I, I remember the shirt I was wearing. I was wearing like an evil Knievel shirt that had stars on the arms. And I'm sitting there. And I'm playing with my G.I. Joe figures because I'm a little kid. The sink, did she not have brothers? She lived in an apartment. Oh, my God, sounds like George got what he deserved, his poor backed-up bowels. I can't imagine. Oh, his bowels were tail. Oh, fuck. He was an asshole, though. I mean, he didn't touch me or anything like that. He was just an asshole. Just uh, just a fucking, just, oh, reprehensible human being. So we're sitting there, and my dad's talking to, you know, Grandma, and talking to me, and talking to George, and George is just fucking concentrating on his food. He's eating some toast before Grandma serves him some chicken noodle soup. Now, her apartment was pretty small. It's a one-bedroom. And uh, their their kitchen was really tight. Regular kitchen has, has an oven in there. No microwave. This is before microwaves. Thank God, because my grandmother would have fucking blown shit up in the microwave. Um, and the pantry was also where the trash can was. She had it in there. And I remember her going to the pantry and, and making this soup for George, this chicken noodle soup. It was Campbell's, so you really can't fuck that up too much. She didn't pour any tomatoes on that. So she made him the soup, and then she drained it. This is, this is the truest story that I have about my grandmother, and this is my favorite story that I always tell about her. This is when I knew never to cross her. She brings out the the noodles and puts them in front of George. And George looks at it, the old crotchety bastard that he was. And he knew the rules. He knew not to question her cooking. And he said, Edna, there's no broth in this soup. Which, I I, I mean, Dad and I kind of looked at each other and... and... Uh Uh-oh. We were scared. Literally. We were terrified. My grandmother was in the kitchen when he said this. She turned and she walked at him and she goes, Oh, you want broth? She turned and looked at him. She didn't start walking towards him. She walked to the pantry and she grabbed something out of the pantry that looked like a can that once had chicken noodle soup in it. And she walked and she grabbed his dish and she continued to walk another 10 steps to the north. She didn't retreat back south to the kitchen. No, she went north to the bathroom. Now, at at age of seven or eight, my hearing was a lot better than it is now. 
and I remember listening, but I didn't hear a faucet. Grandma came back, put the bowl in front of George and says, there's your goddamn broth, and then went back to the pantry and threw the can away. My father said, okay, Arnie, let's go. And as we walked out, my father was fucking laughing so hard. Once again, I'm seven or eight. I have not figured out the the play yet. And the play was this. When he told me in the car, he goes, do you know what your grandmother just did? And I said, no, what? He goes, he goes she served him toilet water. And George ate it. George ate everything that was put in front of him. My grandmother used toilet water as broth. And if you don't think that that has scarred me my entire life on soup, you don't know anything about childhood trauma then. Because <laughs> man, oh man, till the day he died, we would talk about that story. And you never, ever, never, ever questioned her on her cooking. Because it was, for her, it was like, going out of her way to do this. Oh, God, I miss her so much. I can't believe that didn't help clear up her bowels. If I could have, I've always said, if I could have one guest on this show, I'd always want it to be my dad, but I don't know. I I, <laughs> I probably want it to be my dad because I think my grandmother might scare some of y'all off. She doesn't hold back. She makes Joe Murphy look like a preschooler. I wouldn't eat soup. My my other one of my one of my favorite things about my grandmother was that that she didn't really have a, a perception. She's old, and uh, the apartment complex that she lives in now is was well now it's a, a fucking total hood. Back then it was wasn't too bad, but it wasn't great. Toilet water soup on the recipe page. <laughs> no. Um, so my grandmother took great pride in the sidewalks out in front of her apartment. She she lived in, and this is no joke, she lived in apartment 227 at the Amarada Apartments in Dallas, Texas. Her phone number was 341-7725. That was her number. I would have to call her every day after school, and I remember it. I'd have to call her and talk to her about school and and, then, you know, hang up and call my mom and let her know I got home from school. My grandmother used to sweep the, the, the sidewalks, and I mean sweep the sidewalks. She would be out there for an hour, hour and a half, sweeping the sidewalks of dirt. She did not like kids. She loved me, but she did not like kids. Uh, She is the woman who famously taught me how to change the price tags on things and shoplift. Very proud of that. Uh, At the Tom Thumb grocery store that was right by her house. And she would return carts to the Tom Thumb. George worked at the Tom Thumb. He was retired from Caterpillar. But he would work there sorting the bottles. Back when you got, like, hard glass bottles, 
because once again, I'm old as fuck. And he would sort those, and it was a part-time job. It kept him busy, right? And, and, and Grandma would, she would gather carts in the parking lot and bring them up. She was the original cart kid, but not retarded. So that's such a Texas thing. All the cart kids around here, they are special needs. Um, and if we were in the store, my grandma would let, let me get whatever I wanted. Whatever I wanted, I could get. My grandmother bought me my first can of Copenhagen. It's a true story. I don't know why you need this shit, Arnie, but Okay. Toys, I could get whatever toys I wanted. If the box was a little bit open, she would make sure it opened all the way. Maybe it fell in the purse. I don't know. All the Star Wars action figures I had. I got the Millennium Falcon for $3. That, that, that brand new. You remember as a kid, the ultimate toy was a Millennium Falcon? Yeah, I got a brand new one for $3. We didn't have any stupid barcodes back then. But if there was another kid in the store, my grandmother would watch that kid like a hawk. Like she was she was store security. She'd go up to that kid and go, hey, are you going to buy that toy? Then put it down. Where are your parents? I'm not kidding. The, the maddest my grandmother would get at me is if I started acting up a little bit. She goes, oh, you think you're strong, do you? This is, Look, this is a real story. You can use this on your own kids if you want. She goes, oh, you think you're strong, don't you? And I'd be like, yes, ma'am, I do. She would go. <laughs> she would fucking hawk a loogie on the ground. She goes, pick that up then. I never realized how funny that is. Oh, you think you're strong? Oh, I can't wait to do that to Roscoe. Oh, you think you're strong? <laughs> Pick that up. So these kids in the in the apartment complex, they're just being kids. They're riding their bicycles. They're running around. They're yelling. They're kids. Now, I wasn't allowed to do that because I didn't have any friends in the apartment complex. I wonder why. One day, one day, uh, Grandma spent a little extra time out there sweeping up. Oh, I miss her so much. She came back upstairs, and it was like the kids had waited for her to finish, which I think they probably did. And uh, she heard a commotion outside, so she went on the balcony she saw these kids riding their bicycles through the dirt and onto the sidewalks. The sidewalks she just swept, by the way, on her own accord. The apartments haven't asked her to do that or anything. And all four foot eleven of her over the balcony. And I'm, I'm standing behind her because I want to see what the ruckus is about. I hear this woman yell, and I'm not going to say it. I'm going to say, insert the Joe Murphy word here. You Joe Murphy kids. And she she used the very, very hard R ending. 
She yelled down, you Joe Murphys are browner than shit. Get out of my neighborhood. As an eight-year-old, I knew that was going to not play well. That would not go over very well. And wouldn't you know, about four hours later, we're sitting there watching television, probably Lawrence Welk or Hee Haw, one of the two. It had not transcended into the Dukes of Hazard yet. We had Lawrence Welk, then Hee Haw on. And we hear uh, a pounding on the door. Like six different poundings on the door. So, of course, my grandmother, the tough one, she gets up to see what it's about. George is in his recliner, not doing anything. I'm sitting there playing with my G.I. Joes. I'm eight. And I get up and I follow Grandma to the door because I want to see what's up because I'm nosy. She opens the door and she sees nothing but eggshells and eggs all over her door. And this is the moment when I realize my grandmother has no clue on perception whatsoever. She goes, why would people waste eggs on my door? Well, maybe, maybe it could be because you used quite a slur a few minutes, a couple hours ago. I didn't say that because, once again, don't question, Grandma. Just go with it. So I think I probably said, yeah, that's stupid. And then Grandma went out and cleaned up the eggshells, cleaned up the door, shut the door, locked it, went on her way. Didn't change a bit. So when you wonder what goes on in my head, remember, that was, that was a person that really influenced me. <laughs> and her influence only got worse with my father. So if I were to ever have anybody on this, I, I, I might have my grandmother on, but man, oh man, I can't promise that y'all would like her. I would love every second. I would be in, I would be in hysterics. <laughs> the first thing I would tell my grandmother probably and I hope you guys don't mind me going off on this, this, this tangent of Edna. Um, the first thing, if, if, if Grandma sat on the couch and Bubba allowed her to. You know, she did not like dogs, but she liked my, I think she'd love Bubba. She would sit there and I would tell her, hey, Grandma, guess what? And, and I would do this as a 52-year-old man. I would tell her, I, I would say, you know, we had a, a we... I know the correct political term, but I'm not going to use it because it would be with her. I would tell her, hey, some midgets moved in across the street. She would go, God damn it, Arnie, you need to move. That's exactly what she would say. My grandmother was terrified of little people. She, I, I, I watched her cross the street one time when, when little people, midgets, were walking towards her. Oh, God damn it, I'm not sitting anywhere near them. Jesus Christ, I don't want to catch that. Now, mind you, my grandmother's four foot eleven. But that's the first, oh, God damn it, Artie, you need to move. Jesus Christ, what are you doing in a neighborhood full of midgets? Oh, God. I, I love the Edna stories. The Edna story, and, and, and people go, those can't be real. The 100% real. Look, if my sisters were still alive to me, they would they would back up every single story I told you.
trying to think. Is, is was there anything else that she? I think the best thing I ever pulled on my grandmother, I ended up pulling on my dad. Was uh, <laughs> grandma had cable before we did. We couldn't afford cable at our house growing up. Grandma could afford cable because the rent was real low, and George's pension and her Social Security and his Social Security, they, they lived okay. They, they didn't live, you know, I mean, they had a car that was from the 40s, for fuck's sake. It was paid off. So Grandma got cable, and Dad decided to put me in charge. First of all, Dad, uh, up in heaven, bad move. Now, I paid for it by being grounded for about three weeks after this happened when the first bill came. And the cable was so old. This is back when the remote control had a cord. The remote control hooked up to the cable box, and it had a cord. So when the cable guy's installing it, the cable guy goes, well, what packages would you like? And I said, oh, yeah, she wants all the movie channels, HBO, Showtime, Cinemax. I think that's all they had back then. Oh, okay. I, 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 uh, I think we might have gotten the dirty movies, too. But I know that we had HBO. The first time I ever saw the movie Youngblood, at Grandma's house. Thank you, Rob Lowe, for such a fucking great movie with nudity in it. Three weeks later, the bill came. Arnie, God damn it! Did you sign Grandma up for all the movie channels? No, no. Well, she didn't. I, I don't know. I don't know what to say there. I, I didn't. I don't know what the channels are. We don't have cable. Yeah, Grandma ratted me out on that one. Oh, Arnie told him to put everything on there. A little bit of trouble for that. Now, we talked earlier about alpha males, and we talked about how soft our society is and how weak our society is, and this is just another story to prove it. Let me read you the headline. Experts reveal... Whether or not you should take off your outside clothes after riding the train or bus if you want to avoid infections. Lisa says, I love when you go down memory lane. Oh, talking about grandma is easy. Just have to remember shoplifting, bad cook. Dr. Graham Snyder says the infections caught from clothes are uncommon. Hand-washing is a much better way of warding off illness, he said. So wait, 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 wait. We have people that say, take off your bus clothes. Who are these people? Who are these people, and why are they ruining society? Your outside clothes. Now, we ain't, we ain't six no more. You don't have your Sunday clothes. And plus, Sunday clothes ain't even Sunday clothes anymore. You fucking hippies that have bombarded the churches by wearing tank tops and fucking workout shorts to, sh- to church. 
good God. People must slip off their shoes when they get home, but some people have taken the ritual further and removed their entire outfit before settling in for the evening. What, do you like doing laundry? Boy, this would not have gone over well in my house growing up. If I came home from school and I decided to, to oh, well, I, wore, I rode the bus today. I better take off my bus clothes. My mama would have beat me senseless. How many clothes you got in here? Stop wearing so many clothes. Wear the same damn pants twice, Arnie. I mean, I knew what clothes I couldn't wear outside. By the way, I couldn't wear those, the, the, the clothes that you save for Sunday growing up. Let me take y'all down a little, little trip here. Y'all ain't going to believe me, but the clothes you wore on Sunday to go to church or do whatever you had to do on Sunday, for me it was go to church. You didn't wear those clothes all week long. Those were your good clothes. Those were your showing off clothes. You don't wear that to school. The only day you wear that to school is on picture day. Fuck, I hated picture day. Picture day was always so fucking terrible. And you want to know why I hated it? Because I never told my parents about it. My mom would get so mad at me. God damn it, Arnie. Why didn't you tell us it was picture day? There's a couple pictures where I'm wearing fucking ranger t-shirts and a fucking messed up hair. You know, other kids are fucking dressed up for picture day. Not Arnie. Nope, not Arnie. Arnie looked like a fucking terrible slob on picture day. Why? Because Arnie was a terrible slob back then. But as far as changing my clothes after riding the bus or taking a plane or taking a a, a train, man, y'all must have it made now in the world. Y'all got so many damn clothes, you don't know what to do. I mean, I got so many clothes, I don't know what to do. But shit, I still don't take them off after I fucking ride a plane or a train. Oh, here's the asshole talking about it. So? So I'm not about to put it back with my clean clothes and let the dirty theater particles contaminate my entire wardrobe. So you wash your clothes every time you go to the theater? Yeah, the theater, the subway, restaurants, really anywhere in public. I want my clean clothes at home to stay clean. Huh. And what if your theater clothes just happen to touch your clean inside clothes? What then? Laundry. Really? Yeah, otherwise... I'm not too worried about ever losing a fist fight ever again. Uh, Triple T says, when did you start shaving your head? Uh, started shaving my head in 99, 98, 99. So I've had the same hairstyle for a long time now. And the only reason why I I, I didn't do it beforehand because I promised my mom I wouldn't. Mom died. I could shave my head. Uh, Bobby says, I'm ashamed to admit it, but I would do this over uh, a few days span March 2020. I understand that. Look, look, hey, we were all brainwashed back in 2020. Wash your contamination clothes off. Take a rape shower. You know, do the whole Silkwood thing. And why did you start shaving? Why did I start? I started shaving my head because I didn't want to fuck with it. All right, real quick story here. I want to fight that wardrobe little bitch right now. (laughs) Kale says, what a fact. In high school, I had a flat top, and I had a really good flat top. And then the the later stages of high school, it got even better 
because working at the water park, I would I would bleach my hair every summer. Lemon juice and peroxide. You won't turn orange. Don't use sun in. Sun in will turn your hair orange. Lemon juice and peroxide will bleach the shit out of your hair. So uh, I had the Avon Drago haircut. I had that flat top. And I rocked the shit out of it. Blonde, standing straight up. The highest it ever got was probably about two and a half inches. And I was told to cut it. And I remember, like, going to school, it would take me every morning to get it right, to get it perfect. It would take me a half hour to an hour to do my hair. Then when I decided the flat top was no longer the way to go and I didn't really want hair, hair became... Trump uses sun in, yeah, on his body, not his hair. Uh, I realized that, whatever, I wear hats all the time. I don't need hair. So, uh, I wanted to shave my head. My mom said, please don't shave your head. I love your hair. You have beautiful hair. Don't shave your head. I said, okay, I won't shave my head. Promise me. I said, I promise, Mom, I won't shave my head. Mom died. I no longer had to live up to that promise. And the first opportunity that I could do to shave my head, I shaved my head. And I haven't looked back. I hate hair. Don't like it at all. So there you go. That's why I shaved my head, Triple T, because it's a pain in the ass. And I, I, I got to tell you what. See, this here's the other thing. Here's the other thing. I, I, I grew up a lot, you know, in, in that time period. I manned up a lot. I can't imagine what I'd be like if I had hair now. Because I would probably have all sorts of product for it. In this day and age, look, look, I, I, I refuse to grow a beard, number one, because I can't. Still fucking comes in clumpy, terrible. And number two is because I don't want to have to go through all the products. Y'all motherfuckers with beards that maintain them and, and do beard competitions and stuff, y'all have far too much product in your house. A man shouldn't have product. A man should have deodorant, aftershave, maybe some cologne, and soap. I have lots of soap. Why? Because I'm fat and I don't want to stink. Deodorant, same way. I don't even have a lot. I have like three different colognes that I rotate through the year. But you guys with your fucking beard oil, your relaxer, all this kind of shit, I'm like, Look, I, I have facial hair on my chin, and I've had this same goatee for the last 30 years. I wash it. I wash it with shampoo. I get a little travel-sized bottle of shampoo, and I wash it a couple times a week. That's it. Don't need no special beard shampoo. Get me some pert. Put that on there. Somebody sounds jealous. I don't, no, I ain't jealous, Fred. You want to have a beard? Have a beard. You want to put all them girly products in there? Put all them girly products in there. You will never hear me say, ooh, what do you put in your beard? That is not a conversation starter for me. But if that's you, more power to you. Mm, nope. Uh, all right, so inside clothes versus outside clothes. All right, last two stories here, and boy, oh boy, these are pretty fucking good. Got to tell you. 
<sighs> Our first story, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, is a story about nature not being your friend. Nature is not your friend. No, it's not a shark attack. But it has something to do with it. Okay, I have to hold on a second. I have to take a break for a second. All right, I'm back. The bug guy screwed up the garage door to where the garage door won't close. So I had to go out there and close it because we don't want our water heater to close. So I fixed it. It's done. All right, back to the show. Okay. Warning graphic content. Holy shit is that graphic. All right, so some asshole... Wait a second. The story gets better? Wait a second. I didn't see that second part. Everyone from Florida is stupid. Everyone from Florida is dumb. I might not be the brightest guy, but next to them my IQ's high. If they had guitars, here's how they'd strum. Make no mistake. Florida is the South's trash can. We have a problem in Florida right now, buddy. This is a story about Jeff Heim, a collector specializing in ancient megalodon teeth. And there's alleged video that that goes with this. Oh, I hope this is real video because I'm seeing the the still pictures of him. Um, He said he was out diving one day in some murky water in Florida. Looking for shark's tooth. And as he was going down a Florida river, all of a sudden in the murky water, he felt, he would say, quite a little pinch maybe. I don't know, but maybe not. Um, Yeah, he had a scrape with death saying that an alligator... Bit him twice before he even knew it. Off to the video. Let's see. Come on. Live from ClickOrlando.com, this is News 6. This is a News 6 Plus takeover. Yeah, News 6. Here now is Matt Austin and Ginger Gadston with Florida's.
the name of his company, where we will talk about that uh, on the other side of this interview. But right now, we want to talk to Jeffrey and welcome him to Florida's Fourth Estate. Oh, wait a second. What happened okay, to you? Okay, so you uh, fast forward about three minutes into the video. Florida, except for a couple of areas, careful, it seemed a lot able to okay there's the murky up. water because i was at the bottom it was about eight feet deep and in the video you can see that i just started to see the bottom mm -hmm. uh, don't I go to up, him stay with the video looking at me and we both hesitate i'm <laughs> it was a gator it wasn't a boat she's looking at me she gives me a second to feel my head uh and actually this Part right here, you can see both parts of the snout a little bit. Oh or right my now, God! It's the bottom part. Oh wow, it's the, the shape of her all snout. All the way up. Well, of course, it's the shape of her snout. That's how she's gonna bite down, dummy. I'm <laughs> Public service announcement from the Arnie State Show. Uh, coming in three. Well, I got to change sound effects here. Three, two, one. Hey, everybody uh, in Florida. If you like collecting shark's teeth and megalodon teeth, hey, more power to you. Quick safety update, though. If you dive in murky water, there's probably an alligator in there. You dumb fuck. Why would you go? Why would you do that? Why would you do that? I'm going to go swimming in murky water today in Florida. Oh, wow, look at that. It bit me twice. I didn't even notice. All right, and our final story. I got to say, our final story is probably one of those stories that you go, well, yeah, the guy might have made some money off this, but he still had to admit to this. I don't know what's more important. Making the money or admitting this? There is brand new sex toy out there for men that has sold 2 million units and now is available on every continent in the world. It's been life-changing for people with spinal injuries and men who have had prostate cancer, enabling them to have their first orgasm in years. <sighs> the device's founder, who they describe as zany, Adam Lewis, had a lifelong obsession with creating sex toys for men. Um, a lot of people don't realize how scientific the sex toy industry is today, he says. Um, the $100 pulse vibrator works by delivering highly targeted oscillations uh, to the frenulum on the penis or the bridge of the tissue. So, so you put this device on your wiener and you do it. Now, where did he get this idea? Well, this is where he admits and this is where I don't know if this is worth admitting. Um, as a youngster, he experimented with the vacuum cleaner. So his first girlfriend's name was Kirby. I, I, I mean, uh, now come on. 
I, look, I, I'm, I'm just going to tell you this. Every guy has thought about it. Every single guy out there. And by the way, before you type in, oh, I've never thought about it, stop it. Stop it. Every man has thought about that. Now, here's the thing. Not every man has done it. I can proudly say that I have never put a vacuum cleaner on my wiener. Okay? No. No. Have I thought about it? Yes. I thought about it. <laughs> Science, like looking at a flashlight and thinking, how can I fuck this? Yes. Every guy has thought about it. But see, then common sense comes in and goes, wait a second, you can't control that. You can't, you, you, you can't say slow down to the vacuum cleaner. You can't say, hey, vacuum cleaner, you're sucking too hard. And by the way, some of us grew up in a day where there weren't attachments. Where if you wanted to do this, you would have to put your, you, 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 I ain't putting my damn wiener in the teeth part of the damn vacuum cleaner. Boy, when they made those attachments, though, whoo. And this guy admits to it. Uh, you, you know what? Man, uh, he he manned up. He he admitted to it. Yeah, I put a vacuum cleaner on my wiener. I, I got to tell you, that would probably get you kicked out of the cool guys club. I'm telling you right now. The next time y'all are out having a little drinking party, having a little fun, having a little party, and you play the game I never, I got one for you. I never put a vacuum cleaner on my wiener. See, all the gal- gals, you can get away with that one because y'all ain't got wieners, so ain't none of y'all drinking. And if there's a gal that drinks because she did that, that means she's got some real issues. Was this the guy, the founder of the shop vac? Oh, man, he used a shop vac. I think he just used a regular one. This device, I don't know what this, de- this device don't look like it goes on a wiener. It's like a fucking, it's like a Darth Vader helmet for your wiener. Here, I'll, I'll show it to y'all. But have you ever played with a cucumber? No, it's a vegetable. I wouldn't play with a cucumber. I know what you gals do with those things. And eggplants and ears of corn. Look, man, people put all kind of weird shit in their damn body. Good Lord, there's a picture of damn Paris Hilton's son. That kid's head is still fucking huge. Jesus. Ladies, if you used a vacuum to suck out baby gravy, you'll have to take a shot. <laughs> the baby gravy. Fucking hey, that kid's head's getting bigger. That kid's going to be a Macy's float soon. Hopefully he didn't mix it up and accidentally grab his Floby. The Floby. What a great device. Oh, my God. I uh, said it brings his intimacy and ability to make love again into relationships, blah, blah, blah. But you got to add that look here. I, I, I got to tell you, got to tell you. Um, didn't Timmy and I get you a pussy pocket years ago when our daughter-in-law was selling naughty stuff? I, I think you might have. I, I might have misplaced it, though. See, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I've known too many firemen. I've known too many nurses who have shown me x-rays and things that have happened to people, and I've done too many stories about bad things happening to wieners. 
Okay? I only got one. And uh, I'm just going to let you know that, that that I don't go around putting my wiener in weird things. You know, the you, glory. I've never done a glory hole. Why? Because I don't want to know what's on the other end. And that's a possibility of losing the wiener. Like, 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 here's the thing. Here's the thing. If you lose a hand, you can get one of them cool-ass claw things that scare the bejesus out of kids. You don't want that down between your legs. You don't want that claw thingy there. That's going to scare the gals off. You don't want, like, a hard prosthetic. I knew a guy growing up that that had to have, uh, he was in some kind of car accident, and he had to have his foot removed, and he just had the heel, like his foot, his leg went down, and it was just like all a stump to the heel, and he had this wooden leg, and let me tell you, that was the hardest fucking wooden leg. It looked like it was made in shop class. Can you imagine a gal undoing your pants and then seeing a shop class wiener? You don't want that. You might get the sow on the other side of the glory hole. I'm not getting my wiener back. Good Lord. When she swallows, she swallows. Don't put a pencil down your dick hole. Oh, wait, hold on. Alicia, you got to warn me when you do stuff like that. Don't put a pencil down your dick hole. I had a patient do that because he was sexually exploring at age 45. A pencil? And you said an ear of corn, ouch, a pencil? No. Good Lord, his stream must be phenomenal if he can fit a pencil in there. Oh. I'm going to have nightmares about that now. Thanks a lot, Alicia putting a pencil in your wiener hole ask family that's gonna I, I gotta end on that I can't get I can't get any better than a pencil in a wiener hole uh, we will be back tomorrow same Arnie time same Arnie channel please uh, remember to write me if you want listener mail I don't know what he was expecting but he was concerned oh I'd be concerned too if I had a number two in my number one uh, write me at ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com. Remember, every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. So until tomorrow, which, by the way, is already hump day, adios, everybody. Uh- well, I got a bumper sticker on the back of my truck. There ain't another like it cause I had it made up. Tell who's behind me, they give themselves away. Lay on their horn when they read this phrase. Honk if you honk, it's on. Don't if you don't, but if you do, don't you love to honk if you honk, it's on. Well, me and Friday night go hand in hand. Ice cold beer and a swinging band. A girl on my arm that won't let go. Caught my little sign about a mile ago Honk if you honk it honk Don't if you don't But if you do Don't you love to Honk if you honk it honk
the other day I was cruising through town Sheriff pulled me over, I thought I had it now I rolled down my window, he said with a grin I want one of them stickers or I'm gonna run you in Honk if you honky-tonk Don't if you don't, but if you do Don't you love to honk if you honky-tonk if you honky-tonk Don't If you don't But if you do Don't you love to Honk If you honky-tonk Honk If you honky-tonk To beat the man, pal. I coined the phrase, I am the man. Woo! Diamonds are forever. And so is the Arnie State Show. Woo! You've been listening to the Arnie State Show at ArnieRadio.com. Stop it, stop it, stop, 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 stop talking. Um, I, I did just want to take a moment to thank everybody. Goodbye now. I am going to go get late. Goodbye. See you tomorrow. Goodbye. Bye. He's done. That's what's happened. It's over. He's finished. Law enforcement is outside waiting to arrest him.